0: To you by oh come on Sony. Sony.
1: So anyway, like I was saying, I don't really care to have more mega pickles. I I seem to be a perfectly adequate camera performer with the lower sub pixel resolution. Is how I believe photography should work. Oh well, hello folks. This is the best of our week podcast, as hosted by uh, this phone the vivo x90 pro plus though this podcast is not sponsored by vivo I, i'm yeah, not going to yeah. do that the whole show i, I promise I'll
0: no, I'll no 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 i i I'll finally got oh you finally got focus. your camera to focus yeah, like, well, yeah i had to fire up the of course the app because <laughs> i just realized i forgot to turn on my light i usually have a light that's okay Oops, you're looking you're light.
1: looking just fine You're 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 looking you're looking great there
0: Dude, you look. You look so as everybody, while well, well,
1: TK's got his lights up now. Welcome yes. to another episode of the best of Finally. our week, where two old tech nerds chat out oh the best God. tech of their week. And we did not uh, stream last night, no, uh, <laughs> because we had a big embargo that we wouldn't have been able to talk about this phone right here last night. So yep. we're doing the show in the morning, so we could talk about <laughs> this
0: phone. The Vivo oh X90 Pro, the X90 Pro. Um, in the I'm gonna flesh. take mine out of my case. Did you yeah, put the case I, back on or you? No, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, take yeah, mine I, out I, of the case. I, but, I usually, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. In in the office, I don't have the case on it because it's, it's just that faux leather feel. Okay, I'll I'll be honest. This is bringing back like Note 4 for me, like heavy. Oh, note totally. Four feeling. This is like that whole feeling. I, but I mean, you don't even need
1: to like. Yes, because I have my Note 4. Like, <laughs> <laughs> always within yeah, our reach. And I love showing this off, too, because my Note 4 is still a functional production. Like, I use oh. it
0: as, are you still, as are you still like a part tele- of my... Uh, okay, yeah, as my as yeah. yeah, exactly. No, no. Um, I have mine here somewhere, and I remember if it even... No, it probably still boots up. I just, I think I remember I took the battery out. That was one of the very few, last few phones from Samsung that had battery removal, where you didn't have to worry about swelling batteries. You could just change it.
1: Um, And I did, uh, oh man, it's getting on probably almost two years now that I did the battery replacement and it's still going strong. This thing is a champ.
0: Absolutely, yeah. it, it, it's it, it changes the experience. Well, not experience. It, uh, the use of it change, but it doesn't change the fact that this is a, still a fully functioning phone that you're able to use. Oh, yeah, you know, again. Um, but no that's not old what old. our show is about.
1: We're going to talk about Samsung, but like modern-day Samsung, where you can't do things like plug-in headphones, add memory cards, or swap the battery. That's no. not depressing at all. Yeah, that doesn't. That doesn't. <laughs> it's, it's, we're so excited. It's a new phone that's exactly the same as the old one. <laughs>
0: uh, design-wise, though, actually, the, the aesthetics are very, very close to where they looked like the last time. The S23 Ultra and the S22 Ultra are very...
1: Well, I, I, I want to start off with some pleasantries. It's, yeah, it's yeah, Friday no, no, no. morning, I've and neither that, yeah, of yeah. us got any sleep last night because...
0: Well, not only that, we, we, I got a dead PC this morning. I wake up, and I'm I like, sh- no, seriously, like, this week do where... Like, I, don't think I get a text
1: I can... from TK. I, so I publish my video, and I get another, like, hour and a half of sleep. The, the yeah. embargo for the X90 Pro goes up it's at 2.30 a.m. Pacific time. So I, I could not get back to sleep until, like, 4.00. And then Maria's up, bless her heart, because she was able to tackle, like, all the morning routine because I was not functional. Um, But she's up at, like, 6.30 because she's got to get stuff done. And I'm still, like, The day still has to start. I'm I'm trying to, like, kind of ease back into some slumber time. And then I get a panicked text from TK, like, hey, man. My computer's not booting up. <laughs> like oh god. Well, so he's he's scrambling. Uh, I'm trying to send him files and stuff. I'm trying to get the podcast set up. I'm like like one finger typewriter typing. I had to, to reshoot all of my, a my role. Role.
0: I had to and, and and try to get some B-roll and and, and even just trying to get things organized and as you can imagine there's still also the morning stuff getting my kid out to school. There's a whole bunch of things going on. So uh, my video will be coming out later uh, in the day, <laughs> but I will say that uh, we've had the phone for about a, about the same amount of time. I came back from unpacked, I got home, and I knew there was a package. I just didn't know what it was, and then I opened up the box, and it was like, oh my god, the X90 is here! Like it's like is here, and then of course the um, the the embargo was like a day and a half later. No, like right, about it, not even a day and a half. It was literally about like almost like a, in the middle of the night. So for me, it was like barely enough time to set it up and get a chance to use it. Um, now, I will say, though, I've used the sensor on this device uh, with a different variant of it, the X90 Pro Plus, for about also, mm-hmm. again, a day and a half at CES, because apparently that's all I need to make my review. Um, yep. You know, because, yeah, I'll, I'll drop the review tomorrow. Today's hands-on first impression. Saturday Review.
1: Well, and and also, uh, as correctly pointed out by by Jermaine, uh, a, yeah. a good example of my sleep deprivation is that I put X80 Pro in the title of this stream.
0: Because <laughs> that's so how we ta- do it. I
1: mean, we can. I do have the X80 Pro, also uh, almost always within arms reach, so we can talk about the X80 Pro. But, also, can anyway, we
0: even? But hold but on. Yeah, 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 I'll I'll fix it. Sorry, you, go ahead. You do your okay. thing. I'm going to jump. Well, on no, no, no,
1: I I, I was going to offer to jump in and fix it because I think what we should start off with. I feel, and, and someone please correct me if, the, if I'm wrong in the chat, and TK if I'm wrong kind of face-to-face, mm-hmm. of the two major topics that we'll be discussing on this podcast, I feel there's a, a, a little bit more excitement leaning towards one company over the other. And we should probably get the less exciting company for our conversation today out of the way first. And that way we can spend a bit more time on the company that we seem to both be a little bit more excited about and kind of have that as the main focus of our discussion.
0: So I'll say that I before we jump into that, I I tweeted um, like yesterday, actually, I tweeted exactly uh, that sentiment Although I was coming back from an event, I was super excited to find what was at home, not what I was what I was covering. Again, mm-hmm. the, the story, obviously, this week, if you haven't turned on the YouTube channel or Twitter or Instagram or anything, is it is the launch of the S23 series of devices from Samsung Unpacked, happened on the uh, on the 1st of February in San Francisco. Yours truly was there. I was in, in the midst of it. I got a chance to see a whole bunch of people. Um, Juan and I, unfortunately, weren't able to cover this together, but I hope in the future we'll be able to cover other things together and get back into that, mm-hmm. the whole swing of hanging out again. But what I would say is the... The biggest thing, obviously, is, yeah, Samsung unveiled their new series, a lot of the leaks that we saw before, a lot of the information that we talked about. And I think you covered also on your show, especially when it mm-hmm. comes down to that processor. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the processor that mm-hmm. we have in there because that that also is, a again, a unique flavor uh, that we have in there so um, man,
1: you you yeah. you a couple days ago you're on an airplane you're flying Excellent. up to san francisco you're you're thinking what? what 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 are your what are your oh, yeah, you what, okay. what are you anticipating what what are you, what what are you excited to see what what do you think is is like
0: the biggest ex- thing uh, i was waiting excited- you
1: when you hit the ground
0: so for me I, I'll, I'll be also f- uh, forthcoming as well the fact that i was able to get my hands on the device about a day or so before so not not like a and then, not for a very long time, I got a quick hands-on um, at the experience store in San Francisco. They had they have a kind of like a pop-up thing going on, not too far from the Unpacked. Um, my biggest expectation, because we, they didn't give us all of the information, right? I mean, they, even with most of the information you get from a company, there's always that little bit of a you know special experience and stuff like that coming up. Um, I, I mean, so from hands-on, from initial impression, I'll probably say that. Design-wise, it wasn't very surprising, obviously. We've seen the leaks, and it's very, very similar to what we've seen before. The aesthetics, the the, uh, the overall performance that we see from a day-to-day thing, that didn't change much. The conversation around the processor, the conversation on how Samsung is managing their devices from now on mm-hmm. is did change, and I was hoping it was what I was – to answer your question – My hope was essentially I was hoping that Samsung was going to give the S series the power capabilities, the power controls that we had with the S22 Ultra that moved away. We are more along the line of what they put in the Z Fold 4, which means we no longer have, you know, enhanced processing, the ability of running the processor at its full cores. We don't have that opportunity. We do have a special custom edition processor I did hear about. Well, TK,
1: I think you're asking a lot of them. I mean, the base model Galaxy S23 has a smaller than 4,000 milliamp hour battery. Why would you ever let consumers use the full horsepower of a hot premium tier SOC, a laptop grade chip in their phone, if they only have a smaller battery? You You can see see Samsung's dilemma. There's nothing they can do to fix that.
0: They have to give you the
1: smaller battery
0: they have, well they have to also give you the slower charging the s23 right. for me still doesn't make sense to me the way the s22 didn't make sense after using the s22 we're still to a certain point getting the same experience it's a it's a shrink down experience of the s23 plus it is not by it mm-hmm. so the the 23 and the 23 plus are not seem like they're not in the same family as the ultra it is a separate entity but it is they're very relative to each other the camera sensors and everything were the same on the two with the exception of uh charging speed battery capacity and display size you're getting a flat mm-hmm. 120 frames per second full hd resolution display uh i i think well, and, and
1: we should we should kind of break some of these down oh they took oh, yeah, me yeah. straight to the buying page i was going to try and screen share the Juan, info page buy it right but... now
0: you're going to do it no. now no <laughs>
1: Once by <laughs> Man, now. I'm not giving Samsung a dime this year. It, and I feel that this is critical. Like what you were just saying, here we are on the pre-order yeah. page and there is one big bubble for the Galaxy S23 Ultra and there's a totally separate bubble for the S23 and the S23 Plus. And this Absolutely. is where I'm also going to be that obnoxious little git. I'm going to keep doing this trolling joke. These are two separate phones. If oh, something has yeah. an S Pen... And it has better cameras, and it has a different screen, and it's got, like, the larger overall form factor and the better battery, then it's not the same phone as the other two. And so we don't have an S... Yeah, I know, but we don't have an S23 Ultra... We have a Note, nope. which is a wholly separate line of ultra-premium-tier phone. Yep. And we've got the consolation prize, S23 and S23+. And if someone mm. wanted the best version of an S-series phone, that is now the $1,000, $999.99, S23+, plus, which yep. has smaller camera sensors... A 1080p display, slow charging. This is well, not actually
0: no. The, the plus is faster. The plus is uh, matches the uh, S23 Ultra. It's the 45. No, 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 yeah.
1: no. Okay, okay, yeah. Wait. When you're we're, comparing we're saying, it to this guy, 45 Are... watt charging, and on our desk right now, we've got 120 watt <laughs> chargers. Okay. Let's let's not Continue. do Samsung's marketing for them for free. Oh, no, no.
0: I, I was just doing the... the uh... Super
1: hooper do fast charging. And it's got like baby elephant walk playing in the background. That's Samsung charging. That's how that works.
0: And as Germany... The rest of the world has
1: moved on. as
0: well, And the charger oh, no, no, is... Still not included.
1: This charger came in the box with the other phone that we're going to be talking about. So I just wanted to set the stage. We have two separate phones. To me, it does a huge disservice to consumers when we review, most of the focus is going to be on the videos, the S23 Ultra. And -hmm. then consumers are going to hear S23 is the bestest phone of the year. And I can go and get an S23 starting at like $800. Mm -hmm. That's a great deal. And those are going to be fundamentally different experiences. And I'm really not happy with tech reviewers who are not working harder to carve out that delineation. Like you can look at a dude like tech tablets and he Mm -hmm. gets so much crap from Samsung nights online, but he's pointing, you know, this is a major difference. This is a schism between these two kinds of products and look at these differences and he's doing it consistently. So that to me is like, we really need to not only vote with our dollars, but also vote with our watch time. If someone's oh. just going, hey, yeah, Galaxies are the best. You're like, the price of performance on an S23 is kind of pants, man. It's really not great.
0: It, it's a tougher, it, like I said, it, it, for me, the same thing with the, the standard S23, I feel like is a stepping stone. You get into it, you look at it, you you check it out, and then you suddenly look, oh, like, oh, this one is better. But then now it's a $200 difference, jumping from $799 to 1000 Um, mm-hmm. And for the most part, all you're getting, because this is where the biggest difference they're giving you. They're charging two hundred bucks for about a thousand milliampere on the battery, a slightly bigger uh, from six point one to six point eight inch display. It's still a flat one twenty frames resolution. GHz, same thing, and you're getting you're jumping from the adaptive twenty five watt charging to the forty five watt charging that they offer on the, on the Ultra. So for that <laughs> price, I'm not sure if that's the that's worth two hundred dollars extra. I, I don't really see. You know what I mean? Like there isn't an extra trick in there that gives me the, oh, okay, well, this makes more sense. It's just a bigger phone. And typically yeah. or historically, it used to be about a hundred dollar premium, not a two hundred dollar.
1: That's what Apple charges an iPhone yep. 14 versus the 14 plus is about a hundred dollar difference. And,
0: and I, th- but that's in my opinion, I feel like value wise, I feel like that's what it makes sense to me. Okay, I want the bigger display, it's the same thing for the most part. I'll just pay the extra hundred to get the bigger display and bigger battery. Um, when we used to have the 3A and the 3A XL, that's that was pretty much roughly the price, it was under maybe about a hundred dollars difference between the two because you are you're getting bigger battery bigger display i understand that so the conversation for me and at least for right now as we've seen everybody apparently basically got the s23 ultra we don't have an s23 or a standard s23 plus conversation i am i'm a little bit more hesitant to kind of maybe do what i used to do in the past where i pick up both i i'm not going to yeah. deny the fact that i did put in uh my upgrade and, and want to talk also about that process that's going on um, uh, to to be able to get myself from the S twenty two to the S twenty three. Wait, do um, you,
1: are you doing a trade in?
0: So there's a couple of things. The trade in yeah.
1: deals have have been awful well, this so year.
0: I'm I did the I, I put in the request to do it as a trade in. I'm not 100. percent I'm actually going to trade in the S twenty two Ultra. But I'll say this. My version of the S22 Ultra it has been plagued with issues. And, and I'm not pointing yeah. specifically to I, T-Mobile. I know,
1: that, I know that color- you'll be happy to get rid of it. I'm yeah. not saying that you wouldn't. But what I'm saying is, like, let, let's let's check it out. I've got it on screen yeah. right now. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. What, so you would do the T-Mobile?
0: No. I, so I used to. And I'm never doing that again. I'm not getting oh, that's it. Oh, that's right. That's right. So we're going to do so- Unlocked. Yeah. So last year I did the T-Mobile because you got a $200 off and actually there's some serious deals through carriers, but you have mm. to keep in mind what comes with the, I'm not saying I want to be very clear, but the, it's not necessarily <laughs> the carrier. It's for me, the, the untethered I've, I've we've been I guess I've been spoiled no, using unlocked totally devices for so cause, long because
1: right? uh, updates are different, and then carrier yeah, updates are different. Is different.
0: And, and again, yeah, all the added software that the carrier adds in, and, for their and old, old you're services, often
1: kind of locked into a different kind of plan on for a different
0: track. Doing that. exactly, yeah. you're not so, even on the same track.
1: But yeah, so unlocked, direct through Samsung. And, and and folks like um, Gadget Goddess Barry Johnson, yeah, Lashawn yeah. Easy Computer Solutions have definitely been hammering chat, yeah. this point home. Yeah, I saw yeah. I saw Barry. I wanted to point this out. No. <laughs> this is a pretty common talking point. You, if you're considering a, a Galaxy right now, uh, so you just got the Galaxy S22 Ultra, and let's mm-hmm. say it's in good condition, everything works, there's no cracked screen, no, you're, like no. this is a good a good working phone that still has life left into it. Yep. That would have been roughly a thousand dollar device. Um, if oh, you I just bought more, the base, yeah, model. The, the
0: value I got last year and, was way more than that, but yeah. And,
1: and this year, when you trade it in, Samsung is going to give you five hundred dollars as the trade in for yeah. what was formerly so. Samsung is doing the best job ever of valuing Apple devices higher and devaluing their own products because now this is going to kind of ripple through the resale market.
0: Cause well, we're going to so see re- it's already adjusted. That's the thing. Yeah, the resale it's already, already sliding. Actually, so, let's uh, take a look. I, I've, I've got a web browser. About we don't even have to 500 to 500, 500, to $600 on a used, uh, S 23 ultra on Swappa.
1: Now I want to go to someone on, on swap. I'm, I'm pulling up swapper right now oh, and say, good. I will give you $501 for your, for your in yeah, good condition, condition s22 ultra i feel like that's a reasonable deal you will get one dollar more you, than what samsung will give you for a trade-in win-win um let's see uh s23 oh i have to say galaxy oh you need the branding s23 uh, s22 that's why it's not coming up i'm on like two hours of sleep
0: S twenty two ultra we're starting today, yeah. at five hundred and fifteen dollars. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sam, Samsung's arbitrary. Oh, no! Last year for the S twenty one ultra, when I was going to the S twenty three ultra, S twenty two ultra, they offered eight hundred dollars for it. So oh, that was wow. the twenty one to the twenty two was an eight hundred dollar value on the ultra. And that wasn't even the higher-end storage ultra. I had the lower-end storage. At least back then, they were also differentiating. You notice right now they're not differentiating between uh, the 256 or the 512 because they keep doing those upgrades, right? They keep giving people the the higher storage for the lower price. So there's no more benefit to say that you're going to be able Mm -hmm. to get it. The biggest thing that, that knocked me, at least right now in this trading value, is we got $50 credit to sign up uh, for pre-ordering. So that Mm -hmm. was the credit. So he kind of gave us a hint a little bit that these, the conversations kind of... I'll say this, it's adjusting to reality more than it used to be in the past. We all knew Samsung was was boosting the trading value. Heavily
1: subsidizing yeah.
0: Absolutely. I I you and you you did it because you were only able to get that best deal from them. But and trading I
1: said with them. this years ago and what Samsung's strategy yeah. was doing was wrecking mm-hmm. the value of all premium Android. All premium Android took a hit because Samsung was able to use other divisions and other profit sectors to mm-hmm. heavily subsidize the trade in value and the deals of their phones. Yeah. That made Android look cheaper that made Android look less reliable. All brands sink when Samsung makes bad decisions in the market, and we know that that's not sustainable because they want to be like Apple. So they want Mm -hmm. the healthy padding, they want the healthy margin, they're trying to build it up backwards. They're trying to get people hooked into the Galaxy ecosystem, but that's not a thing. Because now you've had a couple years of phones that really underperformed, did not meet sales goals, And a lot of those consumers have now been convinced that they already tried the bestest Android, so they went to iPhones. So now, everyone got burned by Samsung's strategy in this market. I tried to point it out. We lost multiple competitors in this space, and now we're watching international phones explode, figuratively, with amazing new features, performance, cameras, screens. (laughs) Yeah. So... You're, you're, you're in San Francisco and the unpacked event is firing up and I think overall, what what was the vibe in the room? Because like watching it from outside, whatever, if I tweet something, anything mm -hmm. about Apple during an Apple keynote, the metrics on that tweet live for like three days. I can track like people share and comment and reply single tweet. That's all it takes. Yeah, I didn't live tweet this Unpacked, and I tweeted a couple things about sustainability because I had to be a little troll because I think Samsung lied about their commitments to sustainability. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the whole social media traffic of Samsung Unpacked died minutes after the deluge of videos went up on YouTube. There was no trending conversation sustained after they revealed these products. What What was the vibe like in the room? Was there... And excitement it, there or were people it was a much
0: smaller unpack that I typically see so for the most part where I was sitting, I was in a different section because of the media setup that they had us um for the most part they, I mean the excitement in the room was still typical to what we've seen in other unpacked. but this is also a smaller unpacked. We've t- I've typically been to other events with Samsung where it was a much bigger, more grandiose experience. They're, they're basically, it's a smaller two-stage theater. Um, we obviously had Qualcomm that was present in there. They were doing a lot of uh, announcements as well. So they had some partners with them. Everybody in the room seemed to be very excited. I was, for the most part, one of those people trying to sh- uh, produce and uh, make videos live and make sure everything is edited correctly and then putting articles and It was a whole bunch of things kind of leading up to it. Um, the... I think that if I had to kind of describe it, it, it felt a little bit more tapered down a little bit, but it mostly because of the way it was set up. Uh, the hands-on yeah. experience wasn't in the same area where we were. Everybody had to travel from where they were down to the basement because that Whoa. was where all the devices were set up. Oh, there, were that's on the, there were people on the mezzanine and that, so the architecture, like I said, it's, it it wasn't the same as what we've seen at the science center um, in San Francisco, which was the last time I was there or even at the other events locations. Um, Everybody was still happy. I think to a certain point with the hardware and what they looked like, it seemed. The reason again, one of those things that you don't find out till the event. So from what I had, but prior to launch, my understanding was going to be four colors. It was only four colors, and that's all you saw. And then if you go to Samsung's website, apparently there's four other colors that were not discussed. But the story is, I think for the most part people were excited, <laughs> but people were also kind of, you know getting more of an affirmation of what we've already heard there's a lot of leaks that came out about this there's hands-on videos with the yeah. device two days before it was launched uh i did want to say there was one if there is a silver lining for me for this entire launch is and this is coming back to a comment that we saw slightly earlier here from i think it was alvin no not alvin uh elvin oh Elvind. elvin sorry um that put in and if i'm saying it's incorrectly please uh, i do yeah. apologize. e-l-v-i-n-d-a uh barry was talking to uh to them and um it's the fact that there's no more exynos that yeah. to me was like okay yeah. i'm happy i'm very happy and i'm not only because of the fact that it that they decided to go to qualcomm but it is basically internationally now the s23 series is all qualcomm it's everywhere yep. middle east europe india everywhere i mean not, yeah so so there it was no going to be a conversation around the woes of no no, no tk
1: i i don't think you know so i think you're biased um <laughs> so like for average consumers who spend a thousand dollars plus on a phone the mm-hmm. performance differences between exynos and qualcomm never matter um they don't care that they get poorer battery life and that their phones run hotter um, there's no market and... data to suggest that. I'm literally just making that comment up in the moment because I feel I need to defend Samsung against your vicious attacks on Samsung's character. I... <laughs> uh, and and I think it's uh, it, it really does a disservice to the tech conversation when you come at me with data okay, um, and it refutes my you know, tenuous grasp on reality because... Galaxy S represents maybe less than 9% of Samsung's total sales. Like they sell over 260 million phones a year and less than 25 million of those phones are all of the Galaxy S phones. So we really need to be concerned about average people who only make up less than 9% of Samsung's total sales because that's average. That's an average consumer right there. 9% Nine percent of Samsung's market is now average and we really need to be concerned about that. So all of this Qualcomm propaganda that you're putting out there, yeah. I, I mean I really feel like you should you should do better. You could be you you could do better. You be better, TK. Do that better
0: do betters and better facts and, and, uh, be... <laughs> no, it, it, to me, so internationally, I feel
1: like there, there is some excitement, there, but I'm there coming to this not from only... the North American perspective. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Our market, we've, so, and I think you've, you've, you've also said, I'm not going to try to pitch back too much, but you know, you've said it before Qualcomm, sorry, Samsung sells the Qualcomm edition in, in Korea. They don't sell yep. the Exynos on their home turf. So, so we, th- there was a time where Exynos, at, at least at the initial release, where Exynos was trying to exceed and it was trying to innovate, it was more developer friendly. It was easier to it was supported uh, they're, better they're, by. are only by
1: two times, two times two. in history. Yeah,
0: absolutely. The first two years of when Exynos was released, no, 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 before no. that curve but, but came I mean, down.
1: So, so for Galaxy S two, was it that was that Hummingbird?
0: I want, I,
1: there was one year early, early, early. It was. It might have been Galaxy S, but Galaxy S or Galaxy S2, Hummingbird was the jam. If you really wanted to get in there and overclock and tweak, I, I was a Hummingbird guy. Well, but the so it, only it was other year that that, that made yeah. any sense was Snapdragon 810. The Snapdragon 810 year was the only year we got Exynos in the United States, and it was the only year Exynos was the, was, we were, you're able to was cook, beating Qualcomm cook stuff
0: with the 810 because the 810 <laughs> was running was
1: the 810 was, was like, melting solder on yes, pixels and LGs that, and HDs yeah, because the 810 yeah
0: uh, anyway yes, I don't absolutely. want to get bogged was, down that, that in, was in, in SOC design but long story short yeah, yeah so that yeah. was my exciting part that was like the biggest news that I that, that, that I, I appreciate that because USPR was not confirming that for us you had to wait to unpack to get it confirmed. Um, Yeah. the biggest thing that I also would probably say is uh, the yes so if you're in the market where that makes sense that makes sense in the US it's going to be a little bit of harder story now for and because of the pricing and the the trading values I feel like now it's even a stronger case made to stay with an S22 Ultra or stay with an S21 Ultra because the value is just so it tanks so much imagine if the S22 Ultra is 500 everything prior to that is less Mm -hmm. like it makes, mm-hmm. and even with the credits, and, and I'm not going to deny the fact that there are some, uh, some companies are able to give you a little bit more, but all those credits are going towards accessories. They're not taking money off yeah. the device. So you're not saving money on the device. At the end of the day, you're only getting 500 against a device. If you go with the carrier, there's a few other things. But the overall performance right now and what it is, and also it seems like there was no embargo this time. You notice how like previous years, Samsung will release the device and then you'd wait like a week and a half and like three yeah. days before people get their devices if they pre-ordered embargo lifts and everybody gets to see that this time yep. no embargo you nope. can see uh, everybody's posting pictures videos um i mean i am gonna say shamelessly i showed my pictures out of the s s s23 altar out of the studio that i took and look like it. it's like i'm trying to say <laughs> if i'm going to start modeling and anything uh, but for sure. yeah um uh, overall yeah I'm, I'm gonna wait to see i'm not very I, it's hard for me to tell how the market's going to respond to this because of this trade-ins Carriers will always have their own deals, and we typically have seen deals. And the price of this, obviously, we'll see how long does it take before the actual price of the unit itself, as we've seen in the past, starts dropping on Amazon. That's the other yeah. indicator that I think a lot of people are going to look for. Sorry, and I see you So Hassan the...
1: really liked, liked your studio pics. He thought they, they came out great.
0: Yeah, uh, that's my new side gig, uh, posing with devices. <laughs>
1: doing product photography <laughs> at Samsung events? They could really use the help. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like one of the major wins... As a disgruntled old tech guy who really loves having more competition in the United States market, and is very upset that I, I, we're yeah, seeing fewer, that fewer, big, big players, yeah. um, I, I feel vindicated that the major rear design trend for Samsung has been to rip off LG. Oh, I feel pretty good really that, that. There, there's a every phone. On. There's another out has straight up. Uh, velvet, uh, so. So
0: I forgot the name of the the, the content creator, but essentially, it's Samsung flat out just copied the iPhone 14 uh, picture uh, removal. Like if you press and hold on an image of a picture of a person <laughs> and on the, for, on the, the iPhone, the software is just yeah. from Apple. But oh, was that's like, awesome. No, no, but it was like a one for one. It's not even a one for. <laughs> oh well, you have to right click and hold your. No, 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 no. You press and hold on the on the subject in the picture. And oh my god! Them, I remove. Them.
1: I need that to apologize to all of the, um, for, for all the people who I used to kind of mix it up with back in like the galaxy S and the galaxy S two era, cause I was a pretty diehard defender of Samsung, especially during those court cases of mm-hmm. Samsung copying Apple on yeah, like yeah. rounded corners in their software and in their apps and stuff. And you know what, if, if people like me, hadn't been defending Samsung back then, maybe we'd have a Samsung that was a little bit more proactive about coming up with their own versions of the same features. Like, yeah, you're going to crib Apple on that. Change it a little so the teacher knows that you didn't just straight up copy my homework. And Samsung's like, yeah, cool. But but I'm going to just make it a (laughs) one-to-one.
0: Yeah. So that to me, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's... Well, that's, you know, that's not great. No, no, but it, so there's okay. So there's a lot of things to be said, and I don't want to take away from the architecture and everything that we're looking at from what we see here. At least on, on the S23 Ultra, there are some improvements in mm-hmm. the in the cameras. Uh, obviously, the main camera went up from 108 to 200. Still has that, to be proven, but no, 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 absolutely. I'm not, and we're going to talk. I'm not going
1: to give Samsung an inch on that.
0: I wasn't giving that the inch. I was. More I'm not going to give you. Samsung.
1: Fact, you know an me,
0: inch. <laughs> I'm I I like to keep it straight about the fact because to a certain point that's where, not where things, one
1: inch for Samsung. One, it's the inch. only
0: one inch that I have to. No, I'm just kidding. It's the only one inch uh, type sensor that I have. like. And we're gonna get into that. But we're, we're, we're gonna transition. To some the, point. <laughs> the, the the biggest thing I think would say that that 200 megapixel camera sensor. and I think one people have kind of understand. Look, yes, it's a big number sensor, and yes, it is a bigger sensor than it was last year. But one thing to keep in mind is the output is S1. It? Was it, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it is actually a slightly uh, bigger. It's more compressed on the image size 15 and 12. But it is from when, uh, if I, unless I can, somebody can point out to me where I'm, I'm reading it wrong because I, when I looked at them, oh, uh, wait,
1: are you talking the S23 or the S23
0: Ultra? No, 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 the Ultra, not the three. The s 23 Ultra thought... versus S S22 Ultra main sensor. Um, if I'm was not the mistaken,
1: S22 a, <clears throat> a one over one point three one? Is that what it was? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna look this up, but you finished. You yeah, finished yeah, yeah, your yeah, you your, your breakdown on that. I'll I'll, I'll do He's... I'll do the the web browsing right the, now because you actually can talk about
0: this stuff. the The biggest thing I'll probably say is. If you're looking at quality of images and quality of of content creation, I think both devices are going to create great images. Both of them are binning their images down to a 12 megapixel camera uh, image. We are not truly going to be running around and taking 200 megapixel cameras because I played with a 200 megapixel camera from Xiaomi, the 12T, uh, the 12T from last year. And yes, those are great images to take if you want to be able to take an image and punch in and not have to zoom in. But at the end of the day, these are also largely massive files that you're not going to be able to share as much. So what I will say is, also oh, so it's one over one point three three for the S twenty two on Ultra, the Galaxy. So and... it is a very tiny
1: bit larger. I know. No, I it, have and... not seen any practical or functional difference between uh, the output on something like a Pixel seven or a Pixel six mm-hmm. versus a Galaxy Ultra or a Galaxy Note. Once you're in 1 over 1.31, 1 over 0.33, three, 1 over 0.3 flat, we're talking about fractions of a micron difference, like and and thousandths of a fraction of a micron it, difference It's, it's absolutely. these pixels. It is, it is fundamentally the same thing. And, and it's and, like and that's Apple what with the iPhone 14 up. Pro mm-hmm. has just climbed up to this. And I think theirs is a 1 over 1.28. Which oh, again is, barely, is yeah. functionally the same as a one over. It, we we just sort of generically call these one over 1.3s. because th- those tiny little minute differences is is really the difference of like a line of pixels on no, your phone. No, no, I, if you cut absolutely. that line of pixels, you're going. But the be biggest
0: fine. thing is. That it, it is on, in general, if you don't know or don't know how to jump into pro mode or jump into experience, to be able to actually even take the full resolution, you're pretty much getting a 12 megapixel camera image coming out, out of both of these yes. devices. Correct. But the reason why I was leading into that is because, so those are some of the biggest things that will kind of be notable. I think a lot of people are going to be catching on with a 200 megapixel, 200 megapixel. The other thing that I also wanted to kind of cover before we can kind of circle back and kind of button up this one is Qualcomm's collaboration into this is slightly also surprising. I was surprised to find out that there is a custom edition because we talked about this, I think a few shows yeah. back where we thought Samsung was going to be basically manufacturing their own 8 uh, plus, not 8 plus, the A Gen 2. And that's how they were going to make their own custom edition version of this. Um, from what, So from what I found out and what I can understand is essentially is that we're still looking at a TSMC binned, or manufactured. Mm-hmm. I noticed they didn't
1: have a TSMC representative on stage when they were talking about this uh, wonderful well, collaboration yeah, with Qualcomm uh, and how their own foundry is.
0: I, I was going to say failing that, that,
1: to keep high performance well, no, partners, but it, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm interrupting again. But please continue with your discovery on so this chip. F-
0: so for me, what I found out. So the, the, the very quick, like you know, cliff notes of that. Obviously, it's an HN2 for Galaxy, and essentially, it's a for the lack of a better way of explaining it, if you had to kind of point it out, it's literally like looking at the 8 plus Gen 2 in early January. It's a slightly Mm -hmm. overclocked 8 Gen 2 um, at basically where the typical 8 Gen 2 is at, well, was it 3.185 or basically 3.2, which most people will round up to. This one is a 3.36. So it's a small... (gasps) it's the difference between the two is small enough that it's it's uh it's noticeable to say okay well we have a specially binned version but again it's like right. looking at the eight plus gen 2 in january i feel like that's right. primarily I, what it is i, I
1: bet you an eight plus gen 2 is going to clean the clock of oh absolutely this samsung yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, binned it, it's... gen Gen um to, to me this is again this is we, we we are touching on a number of marketing bullet points You put out 200 megapixels on a camera because that's a big number, but you didn't make the sensor bigger. You just took a a decently sized pixel, and instead of cutting it into four parts, you cut it up into 16. You made 16 tiny little pixels. I'm sure you can create a larger file. The file will take up more space on your phone. Yeah. I am skeptical, and I hope I'm wrong, but I am skeptical that we will see more practical information resolved over like a Vivo X70, which has uh, the same size sensor, but each pixel is only cut up into four parts, not 16. You have Megapixels. a 50 megapixel instead of a 200 megapixel, but when you bin all that down to the 12 megapixel resolution, mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same. So and I'll be very curious to see because the only way you can get that 200 is if you shoot in an auto mode where the camera does a lot of fancy math to demosaic, mosaic and you've got a ton of pixels four across, four across, four across that all need to be rearranged to make mm-hmm. a traditional RGB image. So not only do I not believe that the tiny little lens on the back of that phone really can resolve 200 megapixels of information. I have amazing Canon and Panasonic glass that Mm -hmm. absolutely will not resolve 200 megapixels worth of information. I also don't believe it's going to be real because there's a ton of computational photography that needs to move pixels around, which means it's all going to be sort of made-up image sharpening Mm -hmm. by the time we get to that 200, 200 megapixel resolution.
0: So we'll have to I am you. I am not we feeling have to that yeah. cuz I don't as think everybody's posting point. those images right now. Everybody's posting their auto mode pictures straight off the phone sure. with yeah. with certain Cuz yeah. it's
1: it's going to cuz it's going to look fine and the HDR is going to be even more ratcheted because you can do other things with like pixels and that's great. Mm-hmm. But this also kind of keeps going hand in hand like we're getting the special 8 Gen 2 for Samsung. And it's 100 megahertz difference. That's, that's their big takeaway. That to me is like when we went to the S20 and we got hybrid zoom on yeah, yeah. the telephoto. But the telephoto was actually the same field of view as the main camera sensor. And all they did was more pixel cropping. But they, they changed it, the field of view by one degree. Yeah. So they could call it a hybrid zoom, not just a pixel crop zoom. That to me is such marketing BS. It confuses consumers, it makes them focus on the wrong metrics, and then they end up spending money on an experience that is fundamentally no different than the phone they had before.
0: I, and I think that's the biggest thing. The S22 to S23 is is a not only harder conversation, I feel like it's just not, it's hard to recommend it with the exception of if you were not happy with the Exynos variant. I don't really <laughs> feel like there's a big drive to go into it but i'll say because that was the comment that was put up before uh, why i was kind of referencing it i think that would be my only recommendation yeah if you have an exynos and you've been dealing with it for some time and you've had some of those woes that many many people have not only posted and made videos about um that that makes the sense for it but i although
1: i I also just want to i just want to repeat if those people were having issues internationally More of those consumers were not listening to tech reviewers because tech reviewers just kept singing Samsung's praises. More of those consumers just stopped buying Android. I already got the bestest Android and it ran hot and had terrible battery life. I'm not going to try any other brand. I might as well just go get an iPhone. And that's why Samsung's average selling point has dropped to below $400. It's climbed up a little with their A-series phones getting 5G, so they could charge a little bit more for their A-series phones. But the average selling price of an iPhone, I think, is now over $900. Mm -hmm. So we know where that migration went. There is no point in talking about average consumers on Galaxy S that's 9% of Samsung sales, that that is a, a, a small fraction. I don't know how fractions work for people in Samsung videos, but that to me is not indicative of any kind of average, a mean, a median, or a mode. That's not how we <laughs> would judge the success of the or the health of a product lineup. So I'm sorry, I, I, I get real mad because this to me really preys on the psychology of tech fans. Yeah, They like to watch videos of really hyper-exciting products, and then we do a miserable job of pointing out, hey, if you're digging this, like, man, I've got a Poco on my desk? That's going to crush this thing. Or, hey, you're really looking at this. Look at this competition. I'm really excited. A, D- a Dimensity 8100 can do this cool stuff. So like, that's the other. Thing. You miss yeah, yeah. out on all the fun when you hitch your wagon to Samsung, because right now, Samsung is not getting it done.
0: Samsung is having in in the way at least i see it right now I've, i feel like the direction that they used to have they used to have a clear path of how they were able to go and i feel like after the s20 the s10 was the peak the s20 kind of like start at the level and then we've seen a different um i to say a diversion we've seen the, uh, over
1: 40 percent drop in galaxy s sales since the oh, S 10
0: no no absolutely and, and i think the biggest difference is because they started taking things away we started going through the light the, through the cycle of we want to take MSD out, we want to take SD cards out, we want to take uh, chargers out of the box, and a whole bunch of things. I I understand the the approach and where we're going with this on that, but at the end of the day, what you're seeing is the consumer that's having to upgrade, and every time they upgrade, they see that they're getting less. It's a hard conversation to try to make him feel like they're getting more on the software side. I don't doubt mm-hmm. that Samsung's processing is uh, going to run beautifully on this device. I don't doubt that. I don't think that pictures that are going to come out of the S23 Ls are going to be ugly. I doubt I think it, they're gonna be great. that's just
1: me being pissy.
0: No, no, no. But what, what <laughs> I was trying to lead to is it is that user experience, though. Our, comfort, yeah. our, our goal or my goal, and I know your goal as well, is to educate the consumer and to provide the consumer the best information so that they can make their decision the right way for what they need and what fits their bill at the time that they need to do that decision. And it's becoming harder, as you said, when you watch a video and, and everybody's like, you know, like, you know, it's the best thing since sliced bread. But no, you have to kind of explain what is the difference? What are you getting? What are you not getting? What is missing out of the box? Those things are conversations. Right. That $50 credit is a charger. They didn't give right. you $50. Bucks. They gave you money to buy the charger they took out of the box. Right. So that, to me, is a is a weird conversation. And I don't like the fact that, like I said, the value of an S21 Ultra at trade-in for the S22 was $800. Sure. And, the, and the newer, hotter thing is less. But the last thing I did want to – and I can talk about that maybe later on. The management of that processor has also changed. It's along the line mm-hmm. of what we saw with the Z Fold 4. We no longer yeah. have – Enhanced you mentioned
1: like no enhanced mode yeah, performance. no enhanced mode. It, you're so, on auto mode. Basically. So, and, and 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 I think I need to, to just clarify one thing. And and we should move on. Um, oh, no, I, I, feel I was like, like we we've, we've yeah, we're gonna make this into
0: Samsung. a Samsung phone. Yeah, Samsung. Um,
1: <laughs> they've already gotten enough attention from us. Um, the 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 main thing that I think is important to note. I do not make videos for so-called average consumers. I make videos because I like to talk to people that like to dig a little bit deeper. I talk, I try to make videos for people I feel are the tech resources for their family and friends. Yes. And that's why I like mixing up these conversations the way that I do. I don't like the feeling of yucking someone else's yum. There's someone out there who's gonna catch this podcast and hear me trashing Samsung, the multi-billion dollar mega corporate conglomerate Um, And they're going to take it personally because they like their phone. I don't want you to not like your phone. You are not Samsung. You are not a multi-billion dollar corporation who deserves more criticism for poor business decisions. If you dig your phone, I want you to get the most out of it. But that's been a challenging conversation in premium Android with the way that Samsung has been leading this conversation as one of the market leaders in premium Android. So please separate my ire for a company that I've had direct business dealings with that have all been universally negative um, as both a consumer and a content creator. Not universally negative as a consumer. I had wonderful experiences with Samsung up until recently as a consumer, but as a content creator, I've had almost universally negative experiences with Samsung PR. Please separate that, but understand... There is no data point where I would say Samsung is, is really deserving of their status as the de facto standard Android default recommendation, and I have way more fun looking at the broader landscape of competition. And if you like to specialize with your phone, I feel there are always better options than going with the Samsung unless you're talking about S Pen or DeX. And even which, then, I'd maybe yeah. even consider pushing you over to a Motorola. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ready for so funny. Speaking of which, uh, today because of, I was, as usual, since I take my laptop with me when I travel, and I put it back into its stock and connecting everything, it went crazy and launched Ready for for me, and I was like, it gave me that little nostalgia of like, I don't have, the, I don't have the, I don't have it's the great. Moto anymore. But um, yeah, so no. Speaking of other options, I, I think this is a really beautiful way of segmenting across the board into. A device that truly... Well, I'll, I'll say this for me. Ever since you introduced me to the X70 Pro Plus, and a, that I was able to steal from you later in the year, after. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm going to come back in 20 minutes. Juan's having some ASMR show because we're getting, we're getting, we're getting all. <laughs> did the, the did, did, did the beard scratch after making out under the mic? Or well, at hey. least for me. So I don't know. Every, I'm sure everybody in the tab's like ASMR okay, go yeah. win. Yeah. Anyway. asmr vivo unboxing <laughs> 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 no no um so i came back from 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 unpacked and I, obviously you know everything was kind of going on it was a long day i, I was there for a couple of days because i the unpack were so early i had to fly out on monday uh mm-hmm. actually a second time but either way long story short the the package was was has arrived and i was like oh my god it 'Cause I I'm I'll be honest with you guys, everybody, a little bit of BTS. I actually didn't think it was coming. I thought it was still stuck somewhere in, in the, the 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 package that we, I thought we was. We got coming a little
1: confusing a... conversation from yeah. Vivo PR and they sent out tracking numbers that had no relation to any actual shipping
0: and and it it didn't it had not moved for almost a week and a half so i I, honestly i from my understanding is i thought i was going to basically put out an article today just talking about the announcement and the launch event of the x90 pro and Mm -hmm. that was going to be my thing the long story is i get in i open up the box and i was like yes and it was literally like a day or so worth of like i i I barely got a chance to set it up i shot the uh the razor edge unboxing with it because i wanted (laughs) to put something out but i didn't want to say what it was um and it and it was just it's like falling back into a familiar, comfortable space. It's the only way I can explain it. X seventy, X ninety Pro Plus to X ninety. It's it's a very. It's just uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. How, I I like. I really want to say like as it's it's really nice. It is really nice. And 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 it's a really I, nice the, phone. I mean Barry knows exactly what we're talking about. Jermaine so as well. I, uh, he's having I, I like, some time with that.
1: I like to categorize, and and I'm I'm really glad that you know when when I moved from the X70 Pro Plus to the X80 Pro, um, yeah. that you've had such wonderful experiences on oh. the X70.
0: My co- so, by the way, my coverage of the S23 Ultra, all the footage you saw, X70, X70 Pro Plus, because again, it, there's just it's a great phone it's camera, really yeah. good. It's a really good phone that so, I
1: yeah, I I, I like. I like to be very specific about what kinds of devices we're reviewing. Mm -hmm. I really bristle at the notion of a one size fits all solution. Like we would never sell you a laptop going, this is the bestest way to laptop. And every other laptop is inferior to this laptop. This is the one laptop. Do you want to have different specs on your laptop? Well, enjoy the garbage that you like. Because this is the bestest laptop. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always least impressed by all-rounder phones. Phones that do everything generally well, but they don't really seem to specialize in any significant direction. Um, there are these flavors. IQ has sort of leaned and taken over into more of a, not a budget brand, but a performance per dollar brand. I, I um, want to say gaming.
0: Is, I would throw the word gaming in there, but yeah, you, you, you can close. do it. Well
1: I, but, but I, I want to be even more specific because now I feel like, man, you've got to have something specific on gaming to warrant calling it a gaming phone. And IQs are good at gaming, but they don't have triggers. They don't have fans. They don't have crazy alternative, that, like screen true. display and touch modes. So, so yep, again, I, I'm going to compartmentalize even a little bit further Um, but you know, we were just talking about Samsung and the S23 ultra, I believe is going to be one of the best productivity phones of the Mm -hmm. year. If you're an office and document solutions worker, if you're out in the field, if you want to use something like Dex, no one's going to take that away from the S23 ultra, but now I'm not going to point to the S23 ultra internationally as the best content creator device. And so now the Vivo this Vivo X90 Pro, the people who have access to the Pro Plus, some of the Xiaomi Ultras, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be a Xiaomi 13 Ultra in China again. I'm this really,
0: year. well, yeah. I'm, I'm also hoping that. I, really I hope, hope it gets an it international release. That's but. what I want. I want it to come out to the international market, but I also want it to have a better uh, presence than what we got with the 11 Ultra because. Yeah, the 11 Ultra, because you have the 12. It it was hard to find. Very few people have it. I mean, Jermaine still right. has it. I have mine as well. But I really hope that if they do make a 13 Ultra, or I'm sure they will, please make it. Yeah, Xiaomi, if you're watching, please make it uh, available internationally. <laughs> well, but
1: but this is this is where we also need to know. Economically, big downturns. Tech companies, shrinking. Uh, a lot of the more exotic options are getting whittled back. I mean, again, I think the IQ 11 is a great example of that. On their home turf, they are selling a limited run of the pro version of the iq 11, but internationally, they're looking at where the market is weakest, and they're attacking that point of the market. Samsung has no answer for a $650 iq 11. They don't. Apple has no answer for a $650 iq 11 that goes toe-to-toe and bests the iPhone 14 Plus in a number of of usage scenarios. So sorry, but I wanna to get to this point where when I start talking kindly about the Vivo and where I start talking kindly about the Xiaomi, it is from the perspective of someone who is living out of smartphone cameras is really trying to work and create content. I have yeah. ideas of composition that I'm trying to create beyond just, I pulled the camera out of my pocket and I hit the shutter button, button. and I just wanted the good colors. I don't wanna like shade anyone if that's all they need. But if that's all they need, they can stop at a Pixel 6a. If they're trying to push a smartphone camera harder, you step up a little bit more expensive. If you're trying to create, if your livelihood depends on your ability to create content mobile out in the field, Mm -hmm. an $1,100 smartphone camera system starts making a bit more sense. I wouldn't recommend this Vivo if you were heavy productivity task oriented. I would Mm -hmm. point you towards a Moto with a stylus or to a note with an S pen. Yeah. But if you're trying to shoot like near cinema grade content and you don't want to lug around thousands of dollars worth of production camera equipment, these the Vivo and the Xiaomi are closing in on mirrorless cameras in low a light, really big way.
0: Low light video on the X90 Pro Plus <laughs> was butter. <laughs> The RG, just to be able to, to be able to handle CES lighting or booth lighting with RGB when you're looking at things and record it so seamlessly, I would say seriously, this is this is I mean, from a minimalistic type of an approach to camera, I covered the entire show. Mm -hmm. All of my content was created off phones. Now, mind you, they were all Vivo phones, but they all were covered on phones this year. And I'm being less and less inclined to pull out the full sensor uh, camera that I have. I enjoy using it at home, and I like the studio effect of it, and it works perfect for me. But more and more... I don't have to. Again, I went in and everybody else was holding their DLS. I had my tripod and I put my Vivo on it and I recorded everything with my Vivo because that's how I wanted to do it. And everything came out beautifully, exactly the way I was expecting it. The concern though that I'm looking at it is, you're right, this is not a... It doesn't have a desktop experience. It does have video out, but it does not have... Mm-hmm. You know, Android desktop is not fully running. But it's typical to what we see with BBK, right? I mean, yeah. we generally get the video output, but we don't get the desktop experience yet. I'm hoping yeah. that changes. Did, did um, you
1: try firing it up on yours? The
0: Android alternative desktop video my, out? I, I Honestly, I tested it out with my glasses, and I was primarily all I wanted. It was able to do. Okay, uh, so I, 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 I tried going into yeah, the developer
1: been... options, okay. and... You can you can toggle in developer options desktop mode and then yeah. you do it and all you get is a static white screen that when you try to click on something, side wipes and refreshes the static white screen. So just... Android's desktop mode in Android 13 is kind of fundamentally broken. It hasn't been useful on any phones and so far yeah. this has been the worst implementation of it. But like you, then yeah. I plugged it in to some of my wearable glasses and displays and stuff and at least having mirroring is a really nice perk it's when you're trying to do something with a premium phone it's that, of, that to me is a really pre- nice perk over my oh. xiaomi 12s ultra which does not have usb 3 no, and video not app. only
0: that it's a nice perk or over the my pixel. pixel so for me you guys know I'm, I'm using the pixel 7 pro now as my main device i've used that for for a few months and mm-hmm. I think about the only thing that I miss is like when I – because we're starting to play around with these things, right? We, I had the NXware. We also had the uh, the Rokid that we got in and we got a chance to play mm-hmm. with. And these rely on video output. You need to have yeah. – it doesn't have to be desktop mode. It's just video output over USB. Any video out, yeah. Any video out. And it works because you can install the app and run it. So I, I'll say this. I was very happy and very uh, very satisfied with this. And I did want to answer real quick. I think Fat Brodus, uh, um put out a question a few – Few minutes ago, um, <laughs> I'm only able to get 4G LTE or 4G 4G Plus is what it says on the phone. Oh yeah, I can't pick up 5G on. I still on haven't
1: gotten any 5G radios on I, international phones working in the United States.
0: There, Oppos for me have been doing it. I think Oppos for most part oh, okay. pick up on it. Yeah, um, and I want to say Realme and Oppo, um, I and then for obviously you know OnePlus devices, but they're they're always usually U.S. Yeah, the ones but... that we get. But yeah, so long story is, uh yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely very. um It's very nice that we have those functionalities, uh, the UI, the elements, uh, the dimensity. Actually, I I don't want to make it sound like, you know, we're comparing like, oh, my God, this is like uh, back when we used to say AMD versus Intel. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, well, you remember AMD, you know, (laughs) it's not. Oh, bulldozer
1: cores. What's up with that? They haven't been good since the Athlon
0: X2. Oh, remember the Athlons? Oh, my God. But yeah, so. Back in the day, that used to be the conversation. Now you know that AMD <laughs> is like seriously like a, a standard to be to be even a to to follow sure. in this, in many ways. Um, the density. I'm just happy the fact that we finally both like we were both yeah. there when they announced the 9200. Right. Mm-hmm. I saw the cousin of this, the Chinese edition cousin, from the MediaTek P, uh, uh, PR guy, our our buddy Brad. Um, at CES and he, but it was like a 30 minute thing. I saw it. And yeah. so there is just for reference for everybody. Uh, the reason why Juan and I are holding the black one, um, internationally Vivo is releasing only the black one right now. There is a red one that, but the, if you do see one on the market or anywhere, those are typically the Chinese variants, the, that, that beautiful red leather, same material, same everything. Uh, except for the case also that the case one on the, on the X90 pro it's a, a black full leather in the same color as the phone. So it was like a real, like I'm tempted to just buy that case and put it on (laughs) this (laughs) guy. Just, just saying, you wouldn't know.
1: I I need to, because I think it's, I'm going to do a video about this. It's one of my, or maybe just an article. I don't know. It's one of my biggest pet peeves with the Xiaomi and now immediately with the Vivo. Um, One, in the United States, it's just going to be more difficult getting good accessories regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, But two... As you're
0: saying, that, when I'm you step going up to Amazon these, right now.
1: yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> when smart. you step up to these big sensors, things like my old lens attachments don't work anymore because the sensor is so much bigger than what those lenses were designed for. Most of them were designed for like iPhone tens. Yep. If you had like a one over two point five or a one third inch iPhone camera, that's what a lot of those little camera lens attachments were made for you got some bigger ones that were nice i have a really nice ulanzi anamorphic Mm -hmm. but it doesn't fit anything one over 1.3 or bigger so i don't really want to shoot with it because i'd rather just have the better sensor rather than trying to make anamorphic work and it's a bummer because like it's a really nice lens attachment and i really wish
0: you almost want to get a converter vivo (laughs) but yeah
1: Well, yeah, or, like, start getting, like, step-up rings and just use, like, actual, like, camera filters and stuff. Um, But I really wish Xiaomi or Vivo or, like, any of these other brands, Sony, Google, Samsung, would make a limited edition accessories kit with proper camera accessories.
0: I mean, like we we have all
1: of these options for iPhones and we get so little that is directly built or compatible for what I think are better camera systems um, in the hands of pros. They're better camera systems than what you can use on most iPhones. So I just want to show this off here because we we like to um, uh, we, we, we like to sort of talk about like, oh, the low light, the low light, the low light. And the Vivo has always been one of the best low light performers, especially for stills. I mean, they were great at video too, but their processing and their co-processor and the way that they would chew up light, I I would always like bristle because people, oh, the the night shot is too bright. Shouldn't night shots be dark? And then you just want to like shake that person until they stop talking on the internet forever, Um, Mm -hmm. but not in a violent way. Um, So I want to show this off here. Uh, this is a oh I should probably screen share <laughs> I,
0: I, I've heard that helps I've heard that helps sometimes
1: um, so this is uh, this is a look come on there we go there we are so this is this is a look at what the scene I, this is one of my photo tests mm-hmm. one of my neighbors in this neighborhood makes these like crazy muscle cars and trucks and stuff like that so this is kind of what that looks like to your eye. We don't have a ton of illumination from street lamps. It's really dark in my neighborhood. Um, This, if it'll load, this is what the raw file looks like, Mm -hmm. which is a stunning step up from what, like, just sort of the JPEG capture is. Then this is what the night mode looks like, cleaning out all of the noise from the raw file. So you're like, okay, this is like a standard night night mode. This this looks really great. Yeah. Then you go into the pro mode and you select super raw. And this is what it does in a super raw. <laughs> so this is a stacked DNG raw photo that has basically turned sun night came up
0: night into <laughs> day. It was uh, sunlight, middle of the day, really bright. I don't know. Uh, it, that yes, is it,
1: unhinged it, brightness, but why I keep pointing this out is because this is someone who knows what a RAW file is and knows yeah. what bracketing is. This is someone who actually knows something about photography, is now going to look at this and say, oh, if I hold a phone steady for three or four seconds, I can get a DNG to edit from that has already had some noise removal processing applied to it. Yep. And I don't have to set up a tripod and bracket a bunch of shots from a standalone mirrorless camera on top. Yep. And yep. I don't have to shoot this bright, but with a four second exposure, I can shoot that bright or I can just turn it down and get something darker, but still, Visible. noise removal, mm-hmm. super, super clean. I don't have to go and start the editing editing process from scratch. I am editing from a lightly touched DNG file with tons of dynamic range to play with. This is mind-boggling. This is this is Unreal. Like you're, I've you're never seen anything like under this. the,
0: tr- you're looking at what's under the truck, under the car behind it and under the car behind it, behind it. Yeah. That's the level of where the details are being, are being preserved in this. This is the beauty thing about it. And it is, you're right. It's handheld. That was the other thing. This is a handheld shot. Yeah. It's not a yeah, tripod. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't
1: set up a tripod for four seconds outside of <laughs> one of my neighbor's houses.
0: In the first shot that you put that would out, be kind it of almost, creepy. that first shot that you put out almost looked like it was Optimus Prime in the shadow or something like that. Like I yeah. didn't know what it was. And then I was like, oh yes, no, no, this is good. This is nice. This is nice. I, I like it. I'm, I'm, I like I'm the configuration. Good. I'm yes. real happy. I'm,
1: I'm really <laughs> digging this. This, this is oh, insane capability to add to a mobile device. And... A mo-
0: Not only I just in your uh... pocket, man, but it just seriously, it... I don't, these are one of the very few things I, I always love to say about these. It, you got to try to understand and appreciate, but um, it's, ah, there's so many in other parts. So, and I'll say that uh, the one thing I didn't, I noticed that it wasn't here from the X90 Pro Plus is we don't have Dolby Vision video. I was hoping yeah. for that to come down, but it doesn't, it didn't. Because I, I didn't, yeah, I, I was like, oh my God, that would have been nice. Uh, we do have Zeiss. Uh, Zeiss Color also does really good. There's a few other options available in there for not only filters, mm-hmm. but also the color science built into it and a few modes specific to Zeiss. Um, I, are they actually, I, I don't know if yours came with it, but uh, mine came with a book. Yeah, I got the. Oh, it's over there. I can't. I, I can't. The ex The it. X Academy. It's, it's, it's a nice. It's little like book. a nice
1: little like uh, photo book on real photographers using Vivo uh, yeah. phones to shoot stuff. No, no, absolutely. I, I I'll, I'll, you know, again, because I, I don't believe there's ever just perfect improvement. Like mm-hmm. you, you trade pros and cons. Like one of the major cons of this phone is oh. it's got a huge lump of a camera dial that sticks out the back of it. But I will say. <laughs> After having shot on Vivos, the X70s, the X80s, and now the X90, versus the Xiaomi Ultras, where mm-hmm. I got to play with your Mi 11 Ultra and now the yeah. 12S Ultra. That's
0: true. You did borrow that one. Yeah, I remember.
1: I feel one of the fundamental differences is I like Xiaomi's auto mode contrast mm-hmm. and slightly more muted feel especially when you do uh leica authentic on the 12s ultra oh, it yeah. is a very managed and conservative mm-hmm. it's a very camera-like processing even though it's still spitting out a juicy vibrant hdr photo it's not hyper color exactly unicorn puke um <laughs> i do feel vivos tend to err on brightness above all else So even in bright daylight conditions, I feel a shot from a Vivo is maximizing highlights in a really unfamiliar way. And so when you put the two head-to-head, I feel you get the more photographic images out of auto mode from a Xiaomi. And more often than not, I just want to live in the manual modes on the Vivo to Mm -hmm. tame a little of that auto HDR. That has definitely taken a step up moving to the larger sensor so i do believe the x90 needs an update or two just to kind of refine I mean, I, I, some I, of their I process do, yeah, uh, for that larger I wanna, sensor
0: i, I want to say the the uh the, the cousins the chinese cousins of the x90 pro and the x uh and the x90 pro plus have had quite a few updates gone going into them with yeah. uh with origin with the origin os um i even remember i think was it grant that posted that they started supporting mm-hmm. bluetooth audio on uh, on the x90 pro plus uh, and I couldn't find the setting, but if I'm if I'm mistaken, I don't know if you found it, but it's not on the X90 yet. I, I, so don't, I don't have it on this, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. We're uh, our excitement right now is at early days of the this variant of it that runs the global ROM uh, of uh, you know uh, FunTouch OS. Um, <laughs> it's still at the beginning of the conversation. So for me, in, in the video that I am still editing is sitting here. I'm uh, I connected my laptop and I'm trying to do my uh, the edit on my laptop. Um, I had to reshoot everything. <laughs> so let's that just say sucks so bad. Uh, man. I, had, I was gonna say uh, you uh, couldn't
1: just rip the SSD uh, out of your system. Uh, and... uh,
0: <laughs> no, it was it was so. I mean, I, I technically, if I really, I mostly, it was just too much time. I think for me, it was to, so. The thing about it is because it was, I was already bummed with the whole thing that the system is not booting up, and then everything I if within the twenty minutes or so that I did some research, it's basically either going to be the so it's either the SSD or the PSU. I don't think the SSD would stop the computer from because sh- the P- the PC does not start. It doesn't boot up and goes to buy. Yeah,
1: that sounds like a motherboard or a. a it's power either a motherboard issue. or a PSU, yeah.
0: and the motherboard right now is lighting up red, which tells me there's an error. So I'm going to attack the first obvious thing, and essentially is just later today go down to Best Buy and because we don't have Micro Center, otherwise I would have gone sure. Micro Center. And pick up a PSU. And if I can boot it back up with that PSU, I'll buy a legit one because I'm as you and I were talking, I was trying to go through my orders. I don't know where I got that PSU from. I don't even know what PSU it is. You know what I mean? And, and you can't you see it without yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean, one of you those might be due. I, But this is not the first PSU I've had die on me like right. this. This is like anyways. Long story, I don't know, bro.
1: We yeah. should just do is just get rid of it all and get a Mac mini M two Ultra element Just like uh, it's uh, better, no. uh, it's better pro I, I so it's just better. <laughs> well, I, I'm it's okay. just facts, I like, man. Like it's just like facts. Negativity. I'm just saying the facts. It's just the way it is. It's just facts.
0: Uh, actually, there's uh, M2 is having some issues right now. Uh, they're still working out. Um, buddy <laughs> mine has the M2 Max, not the M2, no, the no, M2 Pro, I think, on a 14, right? And uh, Ventura is doing a little bit of weird things with audio and scrubbing, so mm-hmm. there's some performance things going on, but I think it's more you know, optimizations on that end. But the, the the story is for me today has been kind of a, a, a confabble, whatever. High yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna just you know, I finally finished everything as I was talking to one. I was like, Hey, dude, do you mind setting up this tra- the show for nine thirty? He's like, I already set it up for nine. I'm like, We'll stick to nine. I'll post it later. It's it's a the conversation will be had. That's we'll say that for sure. But um, the excitement is obviously to be able to play with it. Uh, this weekend we're going to. <coughs> Oops, sorry. Didn't mute. We're going to the Huntington library for the Chinese uh, New Year's. Oh, nice. uh, they have a, yeah, they have yeah, a yeah. very nice section there. The so gardens I'm super are amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy that it showed up before that. Because this is the phone I want to take with me. Uh, just to kind of capture that experience and share that. Because yeah, again, festive sure. and color and just a whole bunch of things in celebration. So Yeah, that's me, funny
1: that you say that. I like the last time I made that run, it was to test out it was the OnePlus Ten Pro. And it was also I could shoot a whole bunch of shots in X Pan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, where, where, especially once you make it to uh, sort of the we Chinese architecture, the, yeah,
0: we still have uh, OnePlus that still hasn't put their card in the uh, in the game yet. Next week, right? Think.
1: I mean, I can show you. Oh, I know. Yeah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a circle I... camera dial on the back, just like you know, Vivos and BBKs oh, yeah. and Icos and other so, things. Uh, so
0: I I cheated. And I put the case from the uh, the, the One Plus Ten T from last yeah. year uh, because it was the only case that I could put on it that had the sides open. It doesn't fit in the back, obviously. You can't put a square through a, a circle through a square, but that was my thing. But what I'm trying to say is there's still a conversation to be said, for, at least for the U.S. market, uh, that sure. that will happen next week. Yeah, so we'll have to. see.
1: So it's um uh, well, and also I mean like you should check out Germain, especially if you're going to be going. Oh, absolutely, to- concept. like a like a fancy park or something like that i mean literally i had it for a day before i could finish my video and so most of my shots were like hey lex do a jumping jack and i took an action shot of her at the jungle gym and yeah yeah. like i got a couple night photos from like
0: you're lucky you're lucky Lex, half a mile mile away yeah my kid just walks away now (laughs) so we're having
1: those conversations like uh she's seven so i still don't feel like we're ready to submit her to daddy's social media. Um, But she's starting to ask questions about like, well, what, what are you doing when you're editing or how do you take these photos? And now she's starting to like steal a phone and then shoot video of me secretly. And we get to have, conversations about consent and privacy <laughs> and stuff like that. Like it's not okay. If you start snapping photos of your friends okay. and they don't know, you haven't gotten you've to the really point built up the, a lot of
0: trust. How much money did you make off that video and how much money you're giving me for it yet? <laughs> so that guy that comes we'll eventually, then, yeah, we'll
1: eventually get to a point soon. I think where she'll start feeling and, and Marie and I will, will kind of judge that too, but she'll start feeling like it's okay if she shows up in one of my videos um, I still love the idea. It's my all-time favorite video was I can't remember. It was one of the wireless mic reviews that I did. Okay, uh, it was during the pandemic, and so I had her was... play cameraman.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Across the pool, so, right? Across
1: the pool. Yeah, and, yeah, and so, yeah, 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 like, the shot know. is <laughs> all over the place.
0: <laughs> just she's like, she's like four years old. You could tell the, the shot graphic. is just. As seasick <laughs> as possible. <laughs> I remember it's that. It's the one. best. It started. It started. Started, and then you're like, "You're doing great, honey. You're doing great." And then it, <laughs> <is great. laughs>
1: and it veers, and then it's yeah. just
0: like yeah. she's running, but it's standing still.
1: Yeah. yeah, um, yeah.
0: I'm sorry. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll
1: probably start working on some stu- some stuff like that. I, I know we we kind of like jumped in really heavy, and we focused a lot just like camera, 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 camera. Oh yeah. I, I really feel this is an enthusiast important distinction to make when we're talking about these new technologies, Um, this to me is a more impressive step up for photography and videography than adding smaller subpixels to a sensor. I believe that this is critical in the market um, because this is a a missing link sensor size. Mm -hmm. Um, If you'll pardon one more content creator, former Hollywood guy whinging on about camera tech. Um, we've got a bunch of cameras, like I'm shooting this on micro four thirds. You're yeah. shooting yours
0: on APS-C? No, Is that frame. your, no, no, your full frame? A-7-3. Okay. Yeah, so A7 yeah so, so, um, I, I used to be APS-C on uh, GH5, but what? That, that's right, that's right.
1: Yeah. Okay, so um, we have these these like stills photography sensors that have been repurposed and mm-hmm. now a lot of people shoot video off of them. And then mm-hmm. we have a whole bunch of cameras that are smaller, in the world of cinematography, we had two major film stock sizes for a lot of classic cinema 35 yep. millimeter and 16 millimeter.
0: millimeter. Yep,
1: we haven't had as many options modern day that fulfill that kind of grungier, dirtier, more indie film style and digital sensors at 16. We've had super 35 but that's still bigger. That That's like an APS-C size sensor most of the time you see Super 35. So I, I know I'm getting really content creator here, but you can look at a film like The Wrestler. You can look at a film like Black Swan. Those were shot 16 millimeter, and yep. it's a very unique look. You can look at old spaghetti westerns where they would do an anamorphic squeeze on 16 millimeter, and like the film grain is just ratcheted. It, I mean, it's a grungy look, but it... It fits the grungy subject matter. We haven't had something like that. So yeah. Sony comes along and they release this one-inch type sensor, which is just a tiny hair bigger than Super 16 film. This is an important step. I, I, I know I'm nerding out about phones, yeah. but this is a sensor that could do really well in a new generation of indie cinema cameras, It could Mm -hmm. do really well in drones, in action cameras. Like, this is the sensor. It's already been designed to fit in as compact a shell as possible. We could now move this to other uh, industries. And I feel validated in that opinion from late last year because we just got news in the camera feeds of my social media. Canon is working on a new... One inch type sensor for industrial oh, use. Nice. Okay. One inch type time sensors time. are going to be this perfect stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Do you want to invest in a ton of lenses and camera bodies and stuff like that? Well, maybe you can put off that purchase a little bit, and you could grab the equivalent of like a Bolex. You've seen those mm-hmm. old timey like handheld film cameras, eight millimeter and sixteen millimeter. Oh yeah, like,
0: yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, the, the big, the big
1: even thing, yeah. some of them used to have like the wind up <laughs> crank and stuff like that. Like
0: there,
1: there was a rich tradition of. Of home movies shot yeah. on eight millimeter, because that's what my de- my that, grandfather shot. I was, was I was
0: actually millimeter. gonna say my mom when I was a kid, I remember finding one of those cameras with the red red red. Yeah, I know. It's it's the it's old school cameras. That's you know how we, yeah. we grew up thinking cameras were supposed to look like, or you know, like the uh Saved by the bell Zach kind of thing, putting on <laughs> the shoulder, walking around <laughs> with the, the VHS? old VHS? <laughs> yeah, recording the straight to VHS. But yes, no, so, I understand what you
1: so the sensor that we're that we're nerding out about, that we're really geeking out about here, the sensor in this phone, is a tiny hair bigger than the film size, the film frame size, of the 16 millimeter cameras that shot movies like The Wrestler. Mm-hmm. We've never had better tools at our disposal to democratize content creation, and beyond just like, oh, I kind of did this on a selfie camera and I shot a TikTok. Like if you want to get out there and engage with some kind of visual storytelling, or if you want to shoot a short or if you want to create like a, if you want to create a feature film, like you've got okay. the resources to do that, it's not the phone camera that's holding you back anymore. It really isn't. And if you spend a little bit more, you get some incredible capabilities to go along with that investment. It's just you've got to be strategic and you've got to look at what features matter to you. Mm-hmm. But it's not just a, well, this one has the more mega pickles. That's not optically what's going to make for a more interesting scene. Optically, yeah. the sensor and the lens matter more than the resolution. And that's where this stuff is really starting to get exciting. And I feel like this is going to be an expensive phone. I believe if you do the conversion in Malaysia, it's like a $1,200 phone, mm-hmm. like fully spec out.
0: Well, yeah, and I think the variant that it. we got the the one that we got is the uk uh, the uk variant so we know at least yeah. that yeah the the i think which most of us have been able to play with and i think it you have to understand <laughs> you don't step it it's like you don't run in by coincidence to a uh, to a uh, sony you don't run in by coincidence to an x series vivo it it is essentially what it, <laughs> what it's trying to do it's pushing yeah. It's pushing the limit. And I, I do want to mention also the fact that uh, they didn't just release the X90 Pro. There was the X90 that was also released uh, in two different right. variants. So there is a, uh, a more affordable variant, which but it does not feature the same sensors. The reason why we're focusing on it is because this is uh, one of the few things they did bring down from the X90 Pro Plus. And it's yeah. very nice to see that they kept that. Um, and, of course, leveraging the MediaTek, but also keeping the V2 processing, the enhanced V2 processing yeah. on that was very nice and is very nice. Not was. was... Um, Definitely a step up from still the IQ. still is today I, very, very nice. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, using like it, it yesterday. It, <laughs> it stopped being nice as of last night. No, um, it's it just to me, like, because I, I, I look at that and I look at how, to, how do the IQ kind of performs. And I can see the differences yeah. now. It's a lot clearer to me the benefit of having that one inch sensor as opposed to going in and trying to, you know, the V2 is doing a great job giving you that video and the content that you want. And I think for sure. the IQ, it does great. But it shines with the vivo uh, on the x90 pro so to me like I said it I felt like I, I got home and I got somebody I, I got that late Christmas gift that didn't show up <laughs> in Christmas but still showed yeah. up in the end of January I guess we're in February sure. now I keep forgetting where so we're what February. are some of the
1: things that you're gonna do because I, we both have the iQ 11 that's yes. Snapdragon dragon Gen 2 yes and, and we I both was, have I was getting ready to put that video out too. pro yeah,
0: yeah exactly. And
1: that's Dimensity ninety two hundred. What are some of the? I mean, everybody knows I'm gonna like render video on it. That's my one of my big tests to show the differences in real world performance. What are some of the things that you're looking to do to for, kind of compare? Just to, yeah, uh, these
0: the the horsepower performance. I I look at it okay. So rendering for me is a big thing. Obviously, you do I do. I I will say the the couple of videos that I created on, because again, I'm coming from a a Qualcomm edition Vivo. The X70 Pro Plus is a Mm -hmm. Qualcomm uh, Snapdragon processor. This is our first Dimensity. Um, content creation for me is a big thing uh, rendering video and um, being able to basically shoot and produce and upload content as fast as I can as efficiently efficiently as I can. That's going to be the biggest uh, push for me. Uh, even though the X70 pro plus is a couple of years back, it's still a champ. It still renders yeah. and, and, and cuts and produces content very nicely. But between that and the, uh, let's say something like the H uh, two that we have on the uh, IQ. I, I think for me, mostly it's, going to focus on gaming i want to see how the gaming experience is on on Vivo. we've seen uh mm-hmm. you know bbk before kind of doing that whole 60 frames per second locked in experience and i will yeah. say in the f- about 45 minutes to an hour worth of gaming that i did last night we're able to uh, clock it in into 90 frames per second we We're i don't think the 60 the wall is no longer 60 i feel like 90 is the new wall for bbk because okay. they're they're letting us actually do a little bit more pushing on the content there yeah, um, so, I, I got I got the V uh not the Vivo, I got the IQ up
1: to it showed in the Android screen refresh, it showed hundred and twenty frames per second in bursts mm-hmm. on Riptide. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I've never seen that on a BBK phone before. So, so what, we're, what we're, have you did so, you get it up to ninety like in COD or Yeah
0: call of duty i was able to actually okay. push 90, 90 frames per second which to me has been a uh a sony only for quite some time actually uh <laughs> yeah the, the ability of getting well, that... kind of had an exclusive deal <laughs> with sony yeah, sony's I mean, pretty
1: good about like we'll hey we're the biggest why. in gaming but oh no we're so worried well, about our competitors for, for
0: both call of duty and pubg i think sony's <laughs> been trying to corner that market there and i, for I don't sure. blame them. i actually so sony has a big uh, it has a big uh, le- um, what's like a plus there because of their their screens are so much wider because of the aspect yeah. ratio. You for have sure, a sure. better sure. field of view. It's like going to an ultra wide from a standard you know video <laughs> uh, monitor. But um, so gaming is going to be a big part for me uh, as far as leveraging. You know how did how do games run on the dimensity? Are they just the same? Are they are they going to give me that same experience? The other thing mm-hmm. that again as I mentioned the cutting video shooting video, I'm looking to making my de- this as my device to be my B roll now. And to yeah. be basically in my pocket at all times when I travel and just basically make sure that I'm getting or capturing all the content that I want. So content creation, content consumption, obviously watching video for me is going to be a big thing. Um, I don't necessarily feel like I need to compare it too much to the age I It's a different flavor. For somebody coming into a Dimensity yes. 9200, it's it's a processor from a company that this is their second um, update. So they went from 9,000 mm-hmm. to 9,000 plus, 9,200 9, is what we have now. We can officially say it's over 9,000. Um, it's, like over 9, officially 9, it's over 9000 well i have the wrong shirt i should yeah um so yeah that's basically my main my uh my main focus overall i love the camera system i want to explore it more so that's also going to be yeah. one of the other thing but from a horsepower level level i don't doubt that this is going to perform just as good and but i will do some testing and seeing how does it perform sure. on an hn2 like rendering the same video on an hn2 as opposed to a 9200 just to see mm-hmm. um Benchmarks don't really mean too much, but I mean it. It, it basically I, I, I clocks in s- roughly about the same. I want to really... credit.
1: I mean, there have been some yeah. really good uh, demonstrations of synthetic benchmarks. Mm-hmm. I don't value those as much. Um, but who? Gadget Byte just recently published their roundup of like all the synthetic benches, so, like Geekbench, Antutu. Uh, I forget what the GFX benches that they're using, mm-hmm. and one of the new like. Um, there's, like, a new bench that you can run for ray tracing because we don't have any games that support ray tracing yet. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, but we, we do I have have ray throw... tracing and Wi-Fi 7 support here. But, yeah, sure. the
0: tech, this is future stuff.
1: But nothing but... to connect it to. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. Um, but I, I also want to highlight some of the conversations that Gary Explains has been putting oh, yeah. out videos talking about. Not not just, like, I ran this one test and this mm-hmm. is the winner, but kind of explaining more See, when Gary explains something, it's actually something worth explaining. That's why Always. we point to Gary because Gary's good at this stuff. Um, but he's done some really great breakups and roundups on like the different configurations of the chip that goes into each phone. Uh, and then GeekerOne did a really great performance per watt analysis uh comparing Apple versus MediaTek versus uh uh, Qualcomm Qualcomm, I don't know if I don't remember if he worked in tensor but I think a lot of the reviewers are kind of looking at tensor as like well it's a tensor um when you test CPU performance with a synthetic benchmark on a tensor it doesn't really do anything all that exciting uh, so I'm gonna after we're done with this podcast, I'm gonna spend some time just running some of my other tests and clocking some of the file compression and oh, yeah. photo processing. And I'll, I'll, I'll have an early roundup this afternoon on the Patreon, patreoncom somegadgetguy some So yeah. uh, be on the lookout for that because uh, those early scores are gonna kind of lead me. I think I, I can't see anything where. Once you step up to a Snapdragon 8 plus Gen 1, mm-hmm. I think you're in ridiculously good territory for performance per watt. Dimensity 9000, 8 plus Gen 1, 8 Gen 2. And so far, I mean, like, I've not run these tests, but this is just my early experiences in shooting video and a couple uh, sample photos from my first video. Uh, the Dimensity 9200 performs phenomenally well. Yeah. I, so I, all I, of these I think we're going to be in that like 5 to 10% margin of error. Uh, not margin of error. 5 to 10% is significant in CPU design. That that was the wrong word to use. But in a 5 to 10% window between the end of 2022 to the beginning of 2023 and all yeah. of these chips seem to be mixing it up fantastically well. Yeah. I don't feel it's going to be much of a compromise if Qualcomm takes a eight uh, percent higher cpu score in geekbench that one i legitimately feel you will never notice mm-hmm. unless you are maxing out your
0: cpu on the well, regular also and there are not many apps that do that because, as you said, you, you, once you cross that threshold, when you get into that into that ballpark of, of uh, processors, you're already going faster than almost anything that you're even ever going to see or really need on a day to day activity on your phone. So, and it's almost never giving you that much power. Yeah. Anyways, you're running more on the efficiency cores or even the low more uh, the low power. Cores. Yeah. So. The, the, <laughs> For the, sure. The, 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 the number specs, I mean, when people throw numbers at it, it's like, well, this is a 3.9. It, it's it's a fast car. It's a Lamborghini. You're just getting a it's Lamborghini. It's a real fast car. It, 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 you're getting flavors of the different Lamborghini. They're all going to be ludicrously fast. Um, and But it, for me, because it, I never got a chance to play with the 9000 version of the Dimensity. Right? Me neither. The, the, yeah. Uh, Opel released it for China only. And for the most part, I tried as much as I can. And I begged. But PR would not send me a, a Chinese. And, and my gadget budget
1: was way too exhausted to. Oh no no, work no you, 9, spent, you spent you spent wisely
0: yeah. my friend you chose the right the right export. <laughs> um, and, and so uh, the nine thousand plus we barely got a chance to see it at the at the MediaTek Tech, Tech Summit. Yeah it was uh, ROG. it was on the on the ROG uh, 6D, and there in a quick. Geekbench, it looked like it was outperforming anything, but it also handled. It's an ROG, it's a gaming device. If if um, if ASUS trusts it to put it in, it's a gaming system. You that should be an inclination as to what this SOC, what this is capable of doing. So from the yeah. nine thousand plus over to where we are now, obviously it's a slight improvement over there. But for us, it's a retail edition phone that is selling outside of you know, like that is actually going to probably have more sales. Um, because not to say gaming phones don't, it just, it, it, they're both niches. This is their own niche here is the the photography buff, the person that you know, wants to be I, able to do more for sure. But also, I,
1: I'd be really curious. I, yeah. I mean, um, cause the thing about gaming, um, cause I, I feel like gaming phones are also kind of veering into the same direction that gaming laptops can sometimes occupy where, You're making a couple targeted compromises to arrive at a very specific envelope of performance. Yeah, which is a really fancy way of saying like, if you want the bestest, most powerful portable computer, you've got these workstations that you can take a look at, and you've got these creator laptops that you can take a look at. But a gaming laptop, especially a more mainstream option, is usually a more balanced price performance uh, conversation. Mm -hmm. You're, You're 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 Purposely looking at, like, maximizing CPU and GPU, and yep. you can kind of play around with some of the other specs. And And I look at the Red Magic 8, yeah, and that, it to me, looks like that kind of targeted, specific balance. You know you're not going to get much in the way of software support. You know that the cameras are probably just going to be functional. Like, they're mm-hmm. good cameras. No, they're okay. not bad. But you're not picking up a Red Magic because you expect that you're going to be doing a whole bunch of high-level content creation. If you're doing anything on that phone, it's likely recording the screen more than using the cameras. Yeah. And if you want to edit video on a Red Magic, it's mostly game clips, not you know pretty content. B-roll yeah, exactly. of flowers out in a garden or something. Like, I like to shoot. So I'd be curious to see. Like, I wonder what that price conversation looks like when you take a hyper photography focused phone versus a hyper gaming focused phone. And I wonder if the units sold compare because we know that the ultras are staying in China right now. Mm-hmm. They're not pushing those internationally. They're not yep. wanting, uh, phones. To sit on store shelves and then have to be sold at fire sale prices, they're keeping them on their home turf. Well, they're expensive um, phones to start with. They're, they're
0: not selling them cheaper there, but you're right; they're keeping them in the market that, where they know there's sales and there's demand for them, a higher demand for them. Yeah, yeah. but but I I'm, I would be curious. We'll never get that data. This is me just pondering, and unfortunately, yeah, I have yeah. no answer, and I don't even
1: have good <laughs> speculation. But I would wonder if is Red Magic selling more gaming phones than Vivo is. In their upper ultra highest tier of camera phones, I, I wonder what those numbers look like they're because they're both really niche and boutique solutions. And, and, I, and I, I, I now my brain hurts, and I want I want to know.
0: And and they, yeah, no, it, it, no, no, definitely. And and although we may never really do truly know the number, we know that at least um, Red Magic is in the business, and they 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 keep doing better and better every year. They're not they're not going away. It's not this, you know small boutique gaming thing. There are a true competition. They are Airing more on the budget side of a gaming phone experience, so they give you all the bells and whistles that you want from a Red Magic, mm-hmm. but it's always kind of tailored to stay around that six to seven hundred dollar price point. Yeah, ROG Asus jumps into the thousand dollars plus. The ROG Six D is it's one; of, it's one of our Asus's higher end models of the ROG. Game. Mm-hmm. It's it wasn't the entry level ROG phone five no. uh, or six. So I got a chance to play with the Diablo edition, but that was again more custom themed than it was custom binned. So it, it would be interesting to see. Yeah, the, the, is there more of an appeal? And um, also, do, do people realize that this is running a Mediatek? That it is, uh, you know, not yeah. obviously not the not the uh, uh, sorry the Red Magic, but more so like the uh, 6D, and of course now with the ninety six ni- uh, the the ninety two hundred here. Um, I think people wouldn't even notice. I don't think there would be any kind, any kind of no. A I, I think
1: we I think we crossed that bridge price yeah. to performance with the Dimensity one thousand.
0: Oh, um, that's, You, you yeah, yeah, could pretty
1: much count on, I mean, I, I, again, I, some, some, some specific differences for sure, but you could pretty mm-hmm. much count like if this phone sold for about this much with a Qualcomm and it sells for this much with a MediaTek, mm-hmm. that they were loosely comparable. And, and I feel with the Dimensity 9000, that, that story actually flipped. The beginning of last year, the Dimensity was offering a phenomenally better performance per watt it was out. It was it was hanging with and in some tests outpacing Apple in performance per watt, and it took Qualcomm a half a year and switching foundry fabrication partners to TSMC to catch up. Yep. So I, I just think you know, like again, if, if if you're kind of poking around the the enthusiast sector, mm-hmm. I've actually seen more import style gaming devices out in the wild than I have the upper premium super ultra camera devices out in the wild with the exception of the galaxy, because that's just a phone here in the United States that you can get through a carrier. I'm talking about the phones that someone has to make an effort Mm -hmm. (laughs) outside of just going to the carrier store. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You have to actually actually see go for it. Yeah. And and I've seen more of those Uh, like literally the, the dude who's running the Chinese restaurant by my supermarket is always out on the phone talking. He's got an ROG. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen anyone make the same effort to, to like, show off. Yeah, I know. You want to, like, good job, man. Good, good job, job, man. And I had to walk by him second. like, w- what phone is that? He's got an ROG. Um, so I, I, it, it would be great. I will never get a clear answer to that. But I, I wonder if the numbers make sense for that kind of, uh, that kind of gaming conversation.
0: I and but I also for me at least from from my side I, I hope that the conversation keeps coming up so I want to see more devices with the Dimensity I mean we knew V so just for reference at 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 the launch, we knew Vivo was going to be a partner, so this was something yep. that wasn't a surprise. And we knew that it came out with the 9200 in China, yep. um, and it was kind of a surprise though to see that Vivo chose to go with those. That 9200 edition for the global market it's a it's a powerful mm-hmm. phone, still has all the capabilities for the X90 Pro, and any it, it it's also powering the X90. The X90 is powered by the same 9200 uh, density. So again, those are the things you kind of have to understand and see, and 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 the hope is. More conversations, God, I, more devices, more I, companies. I, Xiaomi, Oppo, OnePlus use the 9200. But tell me, um, it's
1: not killing you here in the United States because, like, we're getting, we have the privilege. This is an incredible privilege if you're a gadget nerd like we are. Um, we got to go to the MediaTek summit. You went to the Qualcomm yes, summit. Like, yes. not only were we able to just kind of like talk about these products, but Vivo goes out on stage basically with both companies saying us, we're going first. Yeah. And they have the first examples of both of these chips and their products actually shipping global distribution. Samsung yeah. is catching up to Aiku's at the end of 2022. Yeah. And we get to play with them, but we don't get to like, I'm at the park yesterday because I have this X90 pro. And uh, I'm talking to some of, it's mostly moms doing the pickups. I'm talking to some of the other moms and one mom has an iPhone 13 pro and okay. the other mom has a pixel 4A. And like, we're just kind of chatting and you are like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to break this in and I'm taking some photos of Lex and I'm on the playground a little bit more than I usually am. Cause I'm trying to get some fun photo samples, but I'm also trying to stage it so that it's not like her face front and center because um, yeah, yeah. I try to keep that private on my videos. And they start asking questions because as soon as you pull that phone out of your pocket, it looks different. <laughs> it does <laughs> not look like any Differ of the phones that anything, are sold here.
0: Any, anything a U.S. consumer would probably see it on any average day. yeah. And so
1: one of the moms got it because her family is Italian, so she's still regularly traveling to, to Europe, and her husband is Argentinian. So they're regularly traveling down to South America. And so I say Vivo. I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard of them. And the other mom is more Merc and like we are. And she's like, I have no, idea. is that, is that a Samsung? Is that a Google? What is a Vivo? I don't know what that is. And you're like, okay, that's fine. But then you start showing them the photos and both of them immediately recognize that like something is a little different. And the mom with the pixel goes, wait a minute. That's not a portrait mode, is it? And I went, no. That's amazing. Oh sensor. no, it's not. Nope. <laughs> and she went, "Wow. Maybe I'll think about upgrading my phone next year." <laughs> she's going to pixel pixel 4A. I mean, it's like,
0: yeah, I mean, it's no, my it, phone it, is it, already
1: like ancient, but like that, right. that it, it, yeah. Being able to show that and demonstrate it. And, and again, you it's an anecdote. It's kids' parents at a, at a park. You know, take whatever you feel is is worth that. But like we've been so starved for noticeable improvements and upgrades. And we keep trying to promise better battery life and faster speeds on y- on 5G. 5G isn't really a fundamental difference for most of the United States and consumers out there. And something as simple as this, where you can kind of show it off, but then I can't point them to anything. I can't yeah. point them as, oh, well, this is where you go to the Vivo store and you can buy this Vivo. And you're like, and that's the last step. That's the step that just kills me. Because unless Sony brings this sensor over on an Xperia, I, it, which, it's going to be is, another year,
0: I, I, which is ironic we get hardware like sto- this. we say IMX, it, it is a Sony sensor. Yes, <laughs> we, we just preface by saying we are geeking over a Sony sensor in a Vivo. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I'll say we are in early 2023. The conversation on the uh, on the Xperia's one and five uh, for 2023 haven't been even. I don't even know. They haven't started. I'll just say that. Not that I don't even know. I, even if There I knew, was I
1: one, one leak just popped up on Reddit last okay. night, and someone supposedly has a shot of the Xperia 1 Mark V, and it looks almost exactly the same minus the autofocus sensor, and it's just a slightly raised camera bump for the middle sensor, and I don't know... Because it's such a terrible shot. I mean, it's a leak photo, so it's a garbage photo. They're not showing us anything clearly. We're, we're not getting... It's impossible yeah. to know if we're Hopefully. getting an upgrade on that. But I really hope we get a pro I. because what I want is And I think we're this... overdue
0: for a Pro, uh, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. The Pro and pro I both have been out for I, almost over a year now. I, I, I want this with...
1: A new SoC that yep. runs a little bit more consistently, a little more balanced than hey, last year's chip did. And mm. I want this with a variable aperture. Oh, I yes. want this 9.8.9 on a variable aperture, just like the first Pro-Eye. And now you've got a monster photography solution in your pocket. Like, oh my God. that yes. puts a serious hurt on on sort of standalone and bridge cameras and even up into some pretty heavy hitting against mirrorless. So if anyone can do a proper one inch pro I style phone, it's it, Sony's our last hope yeah. for seeing something like this here in the United States.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I, so we'll have to see that, that conversation will probably start going. It, we'll probably start hearing more about it at maybe, you know, uh, April or so. Did they usually typically release their, so their the pro I no. or not the I the five probably around that time anyways but you know either yeah. way in
1: a, in a couple in a couple months we'll get uh hopefully we'll get a press release on it and then we'll we'll see that we'll see it's the already selling in china and, and then a couple months after they September, sell out yeah. in china <laughs>
0: we'll, 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 we'll have to see we'll have to see i'm actually so february is still at the beginning i'll i'll, I'll say the kind of i know uh, january's done which i'm kind of surprised how that was so quick that's so freaky we're starting off February, obviously. You know, Samsung uh, we had unpacked a couple of days ago. We have Vivo coming out today. We have OnePlus coming out early next week. Uh, yep. We have uh, obviously uh, MWC coming up a couple. Uh, we're, God, man, I'm, we're not even a month away. We're like weeks away from MWC. Um, mm-hmm. with, with Xiaomi rumored to be releasing the 13 and 13 Pro, um, you know, and what? Oh, and then Honor is going to be releasing the Honor VS, the, their new foldable yeah. with uh, I think the uh, the new Magic Five series. So possible magic 5 pro amen i mean the 4 pro is great so um there's a lot of things going on there's a lot of conversations going on i'm gonna try my best to be at mwc i haven't booked my flight yet but i uh all my all my trials <laughs> of trying to get us something some type of kind of a sponsorship or something like that unfortunately that did not pan out so it looks like okay. I, if i want to make it happen it, it's going to end up being me but either way um the excitement of what is going to happen is just phenomenal. Like Techtober is in October, yep. but February is turning into a tech month because January is like... such a slump for us in the yeah. US. And in February is just like like straight up. It's like, not like, even occurred. I feel like I got a
1: little bit of downtime in January, but Techtober lasted all the way through the holidays. Yeah. Then yeah. CES actually calmed us down. It, and now it's a, like, oh, I've got I a know. lot on my desk that I need I was to like, get right and yeah, shooting.
0: <laughs> It, it, February Yeah. January for me, I, I won't deny the fact the first two weeks of January, other than CES coverage, I didn't really even produce content. It was more me readjusting and realigning. Um, and also with the whole having to go back to the office and working in the office during the week yeah. now, it's it's throwing me off. That's what threw me off with the, with yesterday is although I got the phone, I was in the office all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's like <laughs> got to start like, having stuff shipped to
1: your uh, office now.
0: I something, yeah, and 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 go take really long walks on my lunches. Um I it, I'm excited for it. Like I said, this weekend's going to be really nice. Uh it is going to be a little bit gloomy, but I'm I'm still excited to see what happens tomorrow. Um and uh the conversation going on and we both obviously will have more to talk next week. Um mm-hmm. the last thing I did to mention I think it, I I posted that it, we got I got the Razor Edge finally showed up. That yeah. was the other package that came in. Um so excited um and uh yeah that's all i can say i'm excited to see how things go and i want to test it out i want to play with the razor edge as much as i can and i'm going to go back to our santa monica spot to be able to get some of that uh uw testing this is the only place i know that has uw in it's the, the best spot um, yeah um there's
1: no i don't even know that it's proper uw i want to say it's whatever their sort of c-band expanded whatever branding verizon puts on oh it, yeah there are so i'm faster have been hitting their c band me, that. but yeah, yeah.
0: I, I i hit the c bands and i was like five six hundred I'm, I'm getting the mid the mid yeah. bands there's no question mid band
1: thank you yeah that's what it's mid yeah
0: yeah well, it is they called it i think they call it the c uh verizon calls it c band even though they mean mid band essentially it's faster I, than the standard uh you know but the low yeah, band 5g it's... long story i haven't it's had marketing. access to the uw yeah i want to <laughs> this is capable of of pulling uw and i think that's why i want to be able to at least get nice. a few speed test. so one of the things this weekend yeah i know i so know you a have the 5g spot.
1: razor edge not the wi-fi so
0: yeah so they they hooked it up i i honestly thought they were going to just send me over the wi-fi version the the 5g, 5G variant has um basically a built-in integrated eSIM for uh, for Verizon. And yes, nice. so they gave me, uh, we have a month worth of trial with that one. So I get a chance to, they're like, push it for the limit, do whatever you want, test it out, whatever. And I have a trip that is coming up in the near future that I may be able to test it coast to coast. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, yeah, so enough fun things to do with tech. All <laughs> just,
1: you you got to like drive through the desert. How far can I game on the razor edge yeah. while driving through New Mexico She's on gone. I-40? <laughs> do, do,
0: do, do, do. Actually, so surprisingly, the uh, the overall UI and everything <laughs> on it is actually pretty well organized. Um, Razer shortcut keys. I mean, it, it just, it obviously lives and breathes Razer. Uh, and I love the fact that the Kishi, uh, the V2 Kishi that's on here has a headphone jack. Not only am I able to charge my my phone with the cable on the right side, I'm able to use my headset at the same time. And it has haptic uh, haptics So as well. nice. So it, it's a different experience entirely it just doesn't collapse all the way as small as the the uh the original Kishi does but it's still very nice i almost never take it out of the control I, I might need to steal that from you i'm still chatting with someone who might send the
1: edge my way but i i, I Gosh, love dude, where my stuff is in this room this morning oh i don't know there's something interesting to me about because obviously i love my steam deck that's a oh, pc I... gaming portable but there's something really interesting to me about the idea of a mini multimedia tablet that's mm-hmm. also good at doing some gaming and maybe you could pair that like you could do
0: I got yes I got my, yeah, you got I your fancy case. what is it the JSAO
1: or is that the oh
0: no the Dbrand this is the Dbrand, D-Brand. Uh, they finally yeah.
1: sent out the D brand case
0: six yeah like three months later after I put it uh, put in my order Uh but it's just like just really like kind of kind of police focus like right there like the teardown skin fancy. I chose to go with that I got an extra glass protector on it, although we really didn't need it. But the uh, the grip on the back, the kickstand—this is the one difference that they did from when they originally launched it. It was supposed to be magnetic, and it's more clamped. Yeah. which I like that. I don't no, want the magnets I, on I, the back.
1: I actually really liked their sort of a, their explanation of all that. We 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 can cover some Steam Deck and some. Yeah, I, yeah, I have a Steam Deck accessories video that I'm going to be trying to put out maybe the beginning of March. And uh, we can we can definitely chat about some of those uh, cases and covers and skins and gaming on a portable monitor is also really fun too.
0: Oh yes, um, no, no,
1: definitely. I so uh, we should probably start wrapping this up because it always takes us a long time to end our podcasts too. But um, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot going on, and uh, I, I I I I'm gonna, I'm gonna be why. jumping.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it, so I haven't had a chance I think Steve was asking a question does the erasure Edge have it I wouldn't say it does have video output I didn't get a chance to oh, test it out yet uh I don't know if it'll work via the Kishi that's the only thing I need to confirm because oh, if you're it's connecting not a full
1: it pass through the USB well yeah. that
0: yeah and I used to have video output done set up directly for the stream but since I didn't do as much streaming any I I used the cable on something else so that's why but either way, yeah. Um, I'll love it's okay, TK. We that.
1: we forgive you this time, but let's let's really let's really get on Start that. Get, yeah, yeah. Just just be better, TK. Just you know,
0: I you know that is so, pretty. It is. Uh, hold on. What am I? What am I showing here? This is um, Halo Four. Oh, I was in Netflix before, so you get the uh, the UI element, just the standard kind of gaming. Sorry for the dust. And then, if you want, you can just pop it out and use it like a tablet it's a oh, little cute little mini tablet it, it, it remin- it, it, absolute reminiscence of um the Nexus 7 and then uh, the key oh, controller super cute yeah, yeah, yeah. the key controller very nice so let's get it there and then you get the headphone jack and the charging capability on the side so that's really good clean. very simple and then you pop it in speakers still play well because there's vents like the design was done correctly there are vents on the side here to let the audio that's coming out from the sides fire forward. So you get a better experience with the controller, like absolutely.
1: Yeah, and then I can't uh, wait to put my Razer Phone Two in that. It, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hate it when you make up, it. like, seriously. Okay. So that's so that, after I'm done editing my video, because I, I as soon as we're done here, I seriously need to start back on, on. I hate editing videos on laptop, but I need to edit my video on my laptop so that I can get the, at least, some at least get those and get people some content. Because I took it, there's a couple of pictures that I took on this uh, that I don't think I can show again. I don't have the uh, the plug into it, but that came out so nice. Uh, even took a picture of the moon, not because I wanted to, but because, uh, you know, that shallow depth of field with that lens oh my god it's so mm-hmm. buttery i don't know this is not going to show
1: oh yeah that looks pretty good look at that well oh, it's funny you had some cherry blossoms too uh, do i still have
0: my so this was the only picture i took at work <laughs> 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 i was walking around i was going up to get, get some lunch and then i was like hey uh, it, and this is uh it was like you know and you know those those buds won't last too long within a day or yeah. two once they fully bloom it all goes, and the tree becomes barren again. So, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, Germain. No, absolutely. It's it's just crazy. The experience that you get. Yes. So you're. Oh yeah. You got the, the those. Oh yeah. That. Oh my god. Look and this is thing.
1: this is a a one point five zoom. So this is a crop. Oh, you're not even... main sensor. Yeah.
0: So yeah, this yeah. isn't even
1: the full sensor, and so like you can see the plane of focus is this tiny little cherry blossom. It landed focused on the middle. I, I think this is called the pistol of oh, okay. the flower of the blossom. And if you go a millimeter to the left, it's already falling Pardon. out of focus at the angle. And then you go two millimeters to the right, and it's this soft, gorgeous bouquet that um, that came from a phone, man. It came from a it's, phone. <laughs> it, it
0: it 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 absolutely. That's the crazy part, man. That's this is the the level this is what excites me about you know moving into better tech it's it's that capabilities and true um beauty that comes out naturally you don't have to switch over to a you know <laughs> processing or trying to do fake bokeh you actually yeah. get the bokeh like the, it's the way it's intended from using a main camera one of the bigger reasons again i would like seriously i i am so happy for the presence of this in my life i'll say that because <laughs> after the x90 got, pro plus Edibon detail, had you know, to fight me to take it yeah yeah <laughs> just I, I
1: can imagine you guys arm wrestling over that phone but a <laughs> holy yeah. mark
0: i'm holy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, edubon was like tk i need my phone i need my phone i need my phone like, like uh can i keep it I, tomorrow morning <laughs> I, i'm i'm telling you guys like <laughs> yeah. we're, we're gonna
1: be in for I, I feel 2023 is gonna be a challenging year for the industry yeah. We've got a course correct on a number of initiatives coming yeah. out of the pandemic. You've got companies that have never made more money in the history of their company then complaining that while they're still making more money, they've got to lay people off because they're not making enough more money. Like the whole business and the whole structuring and all of the distribution is in rough it is gonna be in for a rough year. It's
0: it's an adjustment, also,
1: for sure. No but also I feel And and rightfully, I feel consumers are a little burnt out because they just went through two years. All of the consumers that don't watch our videos, that aren't entertained by tech, they just need to use tech. They just went through two years of having to cycle and buy current gear and having difficulties getting new laptops, new computers, new phones, new tablets. Like, this is a challenge. And so now they're done. They spent two years oversupplying for their own tech needs. And now they're getting forced back into the office. They're getting forced, you know, back into part-time work from home, whatever initiative it is. So we know sales are gonna tank because you don't need to buy your family another Chromebook after you just got one. You don't need to buy your family another new phone after you just got one. Tablets, monitors, accessories, all of this gear were oversupplied on the consumer side. So for those of us that are, that are enthusiasts and that are geeking out on stuff like this, I, I always feel it's important to kind of keep some perspective on, like, what really is happening on the ground. But when we get a victory, <laughs> when we get something to really nerd out about and something that does feel exciting and fresh and that we can show, hey, this is not like what you've seen before, that's where I feel like I'm going to be focusing more of my energy like, if it's a phone that's inexpensive and performs really great, hey, this is a $600 phone. We haven't yeah. seen anything quite like this before. Hey, this is a one-inch camera sensor. We've not seen anything like this before, at least outside of Japan and Sharp. So that, that to me, is like the last step of all of the things that we're nerding out about here. I, I feel like Samsung under-delivered in that excitement, but they're delivering consistent products. So... Yeah you they're not going to be i'm hoping at least the s23 and s23 plus won't be bad but that's why we're getting giddy about some of these other brands and these other manufacturers because man this is fresh yeah and this is actually moving us forward in capabilities that we didn't have
0: before absolutely and 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 to venture off with also you know having a flagship with density into it the 9200 is also amazing at the beginning of the year so to me it's it's just excitement on on top of excitement uh, and in just a little bit of a tidbit for my video my two things i was excited about this device uh, on the X90 Pro uh, X90 Pro although i love vivo i say it's that the sensor and the processor. It's two things I'm super excited to try and experience because I haven't, this is the thing 2022 came and left and I got to enjoy watching Juan do everything he did with his phone. (laughs) <laughs> like even when we hung out that one time at the, not the Smithsonian, the, the, uh, the I forget the, the Peterson the museum, the Peterson, thank yeah, you. the car
1: museum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, 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 held the phone for like 10 seconds and I, because I was focusing on the 10T. I told you time. you could use it more. Oh, I was I know, say, I know, man. but it was just, you know how it was. We were, you know, my son was with us and we were, I was getting ready for the 10T, trying to get some content for that. So um, actually that, that'll probably also be a good time of you This weekend I should bring the, uh, the 11 with me to test out as well. So I can have a kind of a rounded yep. experience and a little bit more with that. So Oh yeah. Uh, but, you know, either way, still happy that we were able to have our uh, our stream, and I'm glad that I was able to, Juan and I were able to kind of fit it into our Friday morning routine, I um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. This has been a, uh, it, it's it's one of our most engaging. Everybody, thank you for checking it out. If you're new, you haven't watched this, you know, a like and a subscribe would definitely be helpful. Uh, and of course, sharing your uh, sharing all of our conversations. Uh, the audio podcast, I think if I'm not mistaken, will be edited and cut on an X90 Pro in a very near future and produced <laughs> onto the, <laughs> to the internet. <laughs> by our buddy the audio guy pretty pretty (laughs) accurate yeah
1: that's gonna be one of the tests i'm about to run and write about on on patreon i was
0: about to say because if you were gonna test (laughs) this show would be the test um but yes uh great stream and uh again thank you for barry for jermaine for brian i think i saw scoop there a couple of times ago uh aditya greg everybody hanging out with us on a beautiful friday this is a
1: great chat we really appreciate uh, you guys being patient with us and managing this embargo because the show would not have been as fun last night
0: i know we would have been sitting there in the there's this thing i can't talk about unless unless we do the show in the middle of the night and then our our wives would kill us but then we wouldn't have a show you know that's i would be But yes, so be safe, stay safe. We'll see you guys next week. Um, And of course, Juan will be back hopefully Monday morning with the SGGQA, and then we'll have another best of our week talking OnePlus next week, because that would be after the launch event, and we can geek out on OnePlus 11 goodness. Just just cranking. It's going to be And the Buds Buds Pro 2. Is it Buds 2 Pro or 2 Pro 2? I I think it's Buds Pro 2. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know why I thought it was 2 Pro. I know what you mean. We'll talk. We'll talk. Take care, everybody, and uh, (laughs) we'll see you guys. Bye-bye for Bye. now. Bye. Bam.